What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown, Andrew Velez, and Joel Dells. Next episode 277. In this episode, we're going to preview the Lakers versus Warriors playoff matchup, Kings offseason, talk about Jamal Murray being a playoff riser, Ravens making Lamar Jackson the highest paid quarterback, and Eagles trading for DeAndre Swift. Shout out to everybody watching live in the chat or listening. Let's go. How are you guys doing? How are you Monday. doing? Hello. Am I here? We're good. I'm doing great. Let's get right to it. It's intro every show. Listen, no, bro, he, he be respectful. First of all, let's get into it. I got a De'Aaron Fox jersey because we got a shout out De'Aaron Fox shout for having Fox. an amazing series. Yeah. See, Rev wants to come up here and he wants to slander the Sacramento Kings. Is that what you want to do? I don't think you want to slander Sacramento. You see how he's trying to play no, the victim sure. card oh, earlier. He, he wants to slander the Kings. That's what he wants to do. He wants to flip the narrative. He had a batting average of 20%. One for five on his Kings takes all year. You got the playoffs. I ended up winning the chip. Congrats. I ended up winning the chip. Inevitably. Our Kings debacle. I was wrong a lot this year. But when it mattered the most, I was able to end up with the W. Is the jig up? Like I feel like even still you could look at that and think that's not an L. The jig is is up, but I gotta pay respect to the Kings, okay. man. They they were tough, yeah. you know. And I'm, I'm I'm gonna show some love to them when we start talking. I just don't want you to come up here and play victim. And you talk about respect, Darren Fox. Respect the dude that just had fifty oh, in I a game him. seven. I yeah. picked him in the finals last year. I tell you what, Joel definitely should not play victim when he put a, a video up of you on Twitter. Oh, and I couldn't wait. Oh, I got almost a thousand. And likes. you know what I did? I screenshotted that and I waited. I just yeah. waited. I waited. I waited. And as soon as they lost. I jumped right back on that. I just went to go look at it again. That was a fire tweet. I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed the end of that tweet. It was funny. When the dude was like, the SpongeBob shit at the end, it was like, yeah. this guy's still. <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> but uh, yeah. The jig is up is a phrase used for the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. The That's why I see there. why it's a little disrespectful because the jig was indeed up it with the up. bums. It was but up. The Kings, was, yeah, but the Kings was a little disrespectful, so I, you know, I take I take that back. Listen, that's why I got De'Aaron Fox jersey. Santos sent it over okay, last episode. We hung it up. This episode, they lost. You know, I wish they would have won, but you know, we got the Kings love out here. You know, what I'm saying Sacramento Kings, and I think they got a brave future. We're going to talk about them sure. later on in this show. Lately, I've been playing a lot of WWE Showcase. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have the new WWE game, and I absolutely hate Showcase mode. It's not it, good. It's my wor- it's the worst mode I've then? played. Hmm? Why are you playing it? Because you have to play the story mode in order to unlock characters and certain attires. I beat it in like a day, though. Even belts. Oh, you play too? Yeah, you got to have a lot of games. What sucks about the game, though. The show Fiend. Yeah. This what sucks about the game. For example, right now I'm stuck on this on this certain certain event that happened. John Cena versus The Undertaker on, I think, Vengeance pay-per-view. Oh, you can't get past that shit. I can't get past it, man. John Cena fucking... What do you have to do? He, basically, I have to play as Undertaker, and I have to beat John Cena, mm. and I have to replicate all the events that happen in real life. Oh, like put to a table yes. or some shit, right? Everything. So I can't just beat the shit out of John Cena yeah. and then pin him and, and win and get the all the achievements. <laughs> I have to do everything step by step. And once I get to like the 10th thing I have to do... For some reason, John Cena starts reversing everything, yeah. and it's like a just glitch. starts. He, he bro, he he just starts beating my ass. I never I unlocked that part. It's like a glitch. Go right there. 
It's a glitch. That's a shame. But you beat it, you said. I beat the rest of them. You can like uh, you can beat like you can get like two stars out of three and you can move on. So I'm just like, fuck it. You know, I'm just Are you trying to get the three out of three? I'm trying to get every single achievement. You uh, unlock the Undertaker, if I'm not mistaken. And that's the good Undertaker. Oh, that's like okay. the biker Undertaker. Uh-huh. Yeah. And everybody you just unlock him and like play now? Yeah, and, and universe mode. Okay. Universe mode is basically like my league yeah, for two. Yeah, yeah. Universe mode lit. I have five brands. Five? Five yeah. brands. I made what are ECW, brands? NXT. I made WCW, uh, Monday Night Nitro, Raw, and SmackDown. I have AEW there. I'm SmackDown. I'm nothing else. SmackDown's the more lit of the two now, unfortunately. Yeah. Used, used to be, be when we were going right? Raw, man. Raw used to be the shit. It used to be crazy. I remember SmackDown used to be able to watch all of it because it was Friday night, so I could stay up. But Raw would be on to 11, so when I was a kid, it was chopped. Yeah, like a certain time, you got to kind of cut off, like, all right, time to, watch, time to stop watching. I never forget when John Cena, it was the draft. John Cena got drafted to SmackDown. Did the like draft the draft used to be so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just had the draft so uh, this past Friday. John Cena got drafted early. to SmackDown yeah. with the first pick overall. The last pick of the night, Raw redrafted Cena, and John Cena just started beating SmackDown's ass again. <laughs> Such a good oh time. Oh, my God. It, it sucks, though, because Showcase, I'm not even really playing the game. I, I'm just hitting checkpoints, uh-huh. and that's not fun to me. Have you yeah. tried the story mode? Story mode is good. Like the My Rise yeah. thing? I haven't tried it yet. Try it. It's, I'm going to try it, It's though. really good. I don't want to create like a character that's me. I kind of want to like create another character. I don't. You the thought last, I created River? The last two River. The last two K beast. Like the last WWE stuff. game I played, I created an avatar. You know, like the blue guys. Yeah, yeah that's what I made. I made like a, a I made like I tried to make like a Goku. Like I looked on YouTube and I tried to make a Super Saiyan Goku, and right. I tried to just win an airstorm. I'm not making me. I might just make MJF. Oh, That'd be lit. MJF, is, he's one of my favorite wrestlers right now. Yeah. I think he is at the top right now. No, top of the list. He's pretty legendary right now. MJF is legendary. I'm waiting he's for a young. He's a young guy that's already a dog. He's like Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Oh, what I love about him champion. is that he always stays in kayfabe. So he's basically like his character is like being an asshole uh-huh. to people. So when you go to his autograph signings, even if like you're a little kid, he's like, "What the hell are you wearing?" Yeah, you know, like nah, he's, he's like, a prick. He's a prick, he's a prick man. Prick. And he, it's funny as hell though. He always stays in character. But yeah, there I, was I, one time it was right after he just won his championship, and he took a drink from a kid. And threw it in the kid's face, and the reporters yeah. asked him about it. He goes, "The kid looked thirsty." <laughs> and then uh, the, whoever the owner of AEW is, like, "Yeah, we're, we're taking this very seriously. No joking. He understands that this was wrong." NJF was like, "I shit. don't give a fuck." <laughs> that was OD. I'm waiting for when he comes to WWE. He I will. don't know if it'll ever happen. You don't. I think it will. You know what? Cody Rhodes came back to WWE, so maybe they'll snatch him. But maybe money talks. You want to know why I think MJF goes to aid, uh, uh, goes to WWE? Because AEW they've been growing, yeah. but I think there's a cap. With the WWE, storyline stink. It WWE is the biggest wrestling promotion on the planet. For sure. If MJF goes there, he goes from what he is now to a legit superstar. Yeah. And I think he wants that. And it. It would be there would be amazing storylines surrounding it too. It's so a credit to MJF for the fact that I am a WWE. I don't really like AEW, but I still know of MJF because of how great and how popular he is. Imagine if he came to WWE, it would just emphasize that times twenty. We have one super chat. This is from Santos Fox Dang. over John Morant and Anthony Edwards over Anthony not Edwards. Over Ant. He's not over Ant. Listen, are we gonna pretend like Ja didn't play well against the Lakers? Did he play particularly bad? No. Uh, and game, he also had a hand six injury. Was pretty terrible. For sure. I mean, everyone game, played bad. Yeah, game six was bad. Everyone played bad. But he also had a hand injury. They were getting smoked. It's one of those, all right, let's chalk it up. It's I feel like the jaw discourse has definitely been a it's little while. It it's been nasty. He's had two great games and three eh? right ones. Okay. 
three. Yeah, game six was dope. Game six does not get really. Game worse. one was eighteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. game one was eighteen. He got hurt at the end of that game. He had to leave. He was okay. But it was towards the end of the game. But you're right. Game three, 45, 9, and thirteen. Fantastic. They lost. Though. Game four, nineteen, four, and seven, eight for twenty four. Game back. Game back five, thirty one, ten, and seven. And then game six, 10 points, yeah. three for 16. Yeah, no, the game six, there was no one on the Game Grizzlies five, he was on some shit. For though. sure. Game for five sure. was, he was on some game shit. Game five and game three. But game you're right. Game five was his, was, his, was his moment, mm-hmm. for sure. He definitely. But I don't know, man. Like the 40 point, the 40 point game. I he feel had, like the Lakers was coasting. They was they, I, I the feel end, like John yeah. Morant just had a lot of buckets like 10, late maybe. that the Lakers didn't care about. Yeah, but I mean, it ended up beginning. It was close. It was like 10 points at one point down in the fourth quarter. But when you are up 30 or 40 going into half, you kind of like let shit go. You do. No, you do. You do, but that's kind of what the Lakers do, and it was worrying me, but that's why I'm Game mad. five was game definitely his best five. game of the series. Game five. He played great. He played great. <clears throat> now, Boom Fantasy, Dells, what we got for today? Talk to Boom me. Fantasy. So, the Celtics and Sixers are bad tip-off, so we're not going to do that game since it'll already be too late by the time we come around. Last Sorry, time, we can do it for us, though, for a vibe. For us? For, um, for a vibe. Okay, we, we still have five minutes, so the line should be up. So the Sixers obviously don't have this. don't have Joel Embiid. What so about Nugget Suns? Why don't we just do that? Yeah, fuck this game. Okay, for fuck vi- this game. I'm right, saying for a vibe. Fuck, fuck the Celtics. Um, fuck the Sixers. <laughs> let's give Tom people to make their picks in and That's make sure you guys like the video right now. Make sure you guys like this dream. We also have lines out for tomorrow's Knicks game, tomorrow's Lakers Warriors game. Do you want to do that instead? That's tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah, bro. It couldn't give us one more day. (laughs) Jesus. That's why I told you. I think game one, y'all are cooked. Oh, fuck. Do you want to do do tomorrow's Lakers Warriors instead? I don't care. Go through this? Yeah. Let's do that. We're getting some of our first topic. Might as well get into it. Um, so who do we want to talk about? LeBron, AD, D'Lo, Reeves. What do you guys want to start with on the Lakers? What's Reeves thing? Let's get let's get into that. Let's go with Reeves. I'm gonna guess 16. He's been 16 and a half points, four rebounds, four assists, one and a half three pointers, 24 and a half PRA. I would take the over on the one and a half threes. I was thinking similar. I mm-hmm. think one and a half definitely is attainable. Uh, what's the uh, what's the rebound? Excuse me. Four rebounds. Four rebounds. Four, four flat. He was averaging five. Five and five. 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 Yeah, five. It's and four five. flat. Yep. If I'm picking one of them, I'm picking the assists. Four assists. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the threes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the threes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could see. I wonder how that. Li- we'll talk about that series later. Just wonder how that line's going to be with D'Lo. What's uh, up with Kevon Looney? More. Let's look at Kevon oh, Looney. That shit has to be 16 over for the rebounds. Oh, dear. Uh, so yeah, Looney, 7.5 points, 12.5 rebounds, 22.5 PRA, 0.5 blocks. What they did was pay respect to the Lakers and their rebounding crew. Because if this was the Kings, the over-under would definitely be Who's your be backup 15. big? No, it's not. Who, it's <laughs> the fact that LeBron and AD are both top five right no, now. No, no, but I'm, I'm saying who, like, if we start one of them and not both, who's your backup big? I think the, that lineup becomes LeBron and Rui. Just go small. And, w- and then Wenyon comes in at one point. I think Looney can out-rebound LeBron. It'll be a fight because LeBron obviously has been amazing rebound the best. But like I said, top five in the playoffs right now. I think Looney's a way better rebounder than Jaron Jackson, though. Okay. All right, but Le- again, Anthony Davis the has yeah. been Memphis didn't have the best much re- rebounding out there. They didn't. And there were still games that we couldn't get a rebound either. So. That being said, I think 12 and a half, I, I don't know, man. I just the wouldn't trust the really number high. that high. Yeah, I wouldn't trust the, the number. The line is really high. Even the though it's said multiple up. 20 rebound games? Yeah. yeah Seven yeah, and a half points? I can go under. I can see him I was going to AD facts. Sometimes he just doesn't score. Yeah. He's going four points, two points, well, 20. It takes a few putbacks for him, though. 12 and um, a half. Oof, this is a nasty line. Jordan Poole, 12 and a half points. <laughs> I'm going over on that, That's man. Nasty. Come on. This, we're getting disrespectful now. That's nasty. I could tell. One and a half three-pointers. I'm going over on. I'll be pool. honest. I don't know if I'm touching that. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell before we started the show that Joel was about to come up on this show and defend Jordan Poole. I'm glad that it happened early on. Yeah. 
Go <laughs> fuck touch it. 12 and a half. Austin Reeves has a higher over on. Yeah, I might not touch that. Uh, he has <laughs> a So right now, I'm going. This is my two leg parlay that I'm, I'm cooking up. I'm going Austin Reeves over on the assist, over four assists. Okay. And I'm going Jordan Poole with 12 and a half points. I like okay. the assists, honestly. What's Steph's? Steph's at 31 and a half points, five and a half rebounds, six assists, 43 and a half PRA. When we say PRA, if you're not familiar, that's points, points plus rebounds yeah. plus assists. Why don't they call it PAR? Par. Why not? You're always whack. I would go, I'm going to go Reeves threes over mm-hmm. Steph's rebounds over. Five and a half. And I'll go Pools points over. Five and yeah, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> We're home. Just, He's going to have to play a lot. Are you yourself into that? He's going to have to play a lot. So, um, What's Wiggins' line? Mr. Wiggins? Yeah. Mr. Andrew? 17 and a half points, six rebounds, 26 and a half. PRA. Sounds about right. I'm going to go over 26 and a half PRA for him. Yeah. That's yeah, my he, had a, he had a bit of up and down series, but you probably expect that coming off, you know, not playing basketball for two months. Yeah, gonna go, I'm going to go Reeves over on threes, one and a half. Twelve and a half is actually attainable, to be honest with you. For Jordan Poole? No, for, um, for rebounds. So Wiggins, oh, hit, Wiggins went 17, 22, 20, 18, 20, 13, 17. What so about the rebounds? Seven rebounds, seven rebounds, four, eight, seven. Five. All right, Three. I'm gonna go over on Wiggins's rebounds. What was it six? Over on, he yeah. hit that four times. Over on Wiggins's rebounds. Over on Austin Reeves threes, and I'm gonna go over on whatever Anthony Davis's rebounds is. I don't care what it is. I just believe just that he's over gonna no have matter to. What? Yeah, he's gonna have to be a dog. He's at thirteen and a half rebounds. That's fucking high. That's just Fuck a lot it, of rebounds ride. for anybody. I mean, he averaged about 13 and a half this series against the Grizzlies. I think he has to be that same dominant force. I think I feel more confident going with Looney 12 and a half than I do with eight. 13 is just a high number. And I'm not saying that Looney's a better rebounder than AD. I just feel like who else is going to rebound the basketball on the Warriors? Really, it's just been him and Wiggins. So my three-legger is Reeves, assists, pull points, and Wiggins' PRA. I'm going all overs on that. That's my three-legger. Okay. I'm fine with that. That's my three-legger. Oh, my turn? Sorry. <laughs> so I'm going uh, Reeves over with the threes, Poole over in his points, and Steph over with his rebounds. I like that we're cooking up the parlay on the show. You know what I mean? We're chopping up together. Three-legger. Yep. Let's do it. Analyze it. All right, so I'm going to go Austin Reeves over one and a half threes. I'm going to go with Andrew Wiggins over six rebounds. And... I'm going to go Jordan Poole under threes. What was it at? One and a half. One and a half. So that's each of our three-leg parlays on Boom Fantasy. You guys can use code PAS when you join Boom Fantasy. And our MLB The Show giveaway ends this week. If you guys are choose for it, you guys can get any version of MLB The Show you guys want. And we're picking that winner at the end of this week. All you got to do is sign up for Boom Fantasy, use our code, and you will be automatically entered. Harden's cooking right now. He's might have at least eight Listen, points. Not to lose Boom some money, but it's a no-brainer. You take the Derek Jeter captain edition. It's <laughs> 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 not even a decision. On to the first topic of the show. Lakers versus Warriors playoff preview. Did you get enough shit talking in before we go to the preview? Um Or you just want to stay humble, round two, keep it is, pushing. Is humble in your in your matrix? Harden is unbelievable right uh, now. I, I said it. What did I say? Harden over. Um, no, I'm, I had a good, I had a good night the other night, you know, cooking the Kings, talking my shit. Um, I love the audio tweet. 
yeah, I had that to I had to get that out. Um, uh, just pay respects to the Kings. They had a great series. Um, they're really good. They have a bright future. Um, they just got to fix some things in the off season. We'll get to that when we have that topic. I'll talk a little bit more about the Kings during that uh, topic and the series and that topic. But this one. Stay humble. Focus on the, the Lakers. The I next task can Stop instigating, yeah. Dells. I'm just wondering. My goodness. He Stop came on. We were a second into the show. Bro, start going crazy. He's trying to play the victim. I'm ready for like smoke. That. I know you are. I hope you are. You know? Lakers-Warriors playoff preview. This is the fifth matchup between Curry and LeBron. And I'm looking forward to getting your guys' takes on this. Riv and Drew, I'm talking about. The different styles that we're about to see in this series. I'm going to hand it off to each of you guys, and I want you guys to talk about these two in particular because the Warriors are going from a Kings series to the Lakers series where they're not going to have to guard the same offensive movement, but they're going from a defense that is exploitable to an elite defense with the Lakers matchup. So I want to talk. I want you to talk about how you think the Warriors can overcome that defense. And with you, Drew, I want you to talk about the Lakers shift from moving from a mediocre bad to offense yeah, yeah, yeah. to a great offense in the Warriors and how they plan to cover Steph Curry in that series. So I'll start with you, Riff. Well, you, you mentioned it. The, the styles is definitely different. The Kings series, when we played them, offered a different dynamic, pretty much what we run. So it, it, a lot of sets, a lot of actions, a lot of pin downs, a lot of offensive shooting, a lot of firepower. And De'Aaron Fox was amazing. You know, we got to give him that credit. In this series, it's going to be a little bit more physical a little bit more banging down low. And I think AD offers a different challenge than Sabonis. You know, we Steph Curry was pretty much able to get to the rim at will and do his damage at will. I think he shot more efficient at the rim than he was for the three-point line, which is impressive, especially Even for Steph so, Curry. Steph Curry yeah, was yeah. still efficient. So <laughs> Anthony Davis, what he did in that Grizzly series was so disruptive on the defensive end. Like he was the, looked like the best defender in the world at the time, the way he was able to disrupt that. And for with a team like John Morant, you know, that's impressive. So coming into the series – the Warriors are not a team that likes to go to the rim. They're a shooting team. And with the team like the Lakers that offer a couple good defenders in Vando and Dennis Schroeder and Austin Reeves, LeBron for the bigs, AD for the bigs, you know, they offer a different challenge, but I still think there's going to be some some matchups that they can exploit. You know, you can exploit the wiggins D'Lo matchup if D'Lo is guarding him. You can exploit mismatches with Dennis Schroeder. He is short. He is only about 6'2", 6'3". Klay Thompson, Wiggins is able to do that. But I do think they offer a different challenge because AD on the glass is going to be a problem. Defensively, he's going to be a problem. And I think with the way we shot against the Kings, you know, we weren't good. We are a great offense, but in that Kings series, we, we missed a lot on the mark. Poole wasn't good. Clay was very inconsistent. Wingers from the three-point line wasn't good. And, you know, you expect those guys. DiVincenzo was non-playable pretty much towards the end. And you expect those guys who are high-key players to kind of be in the mix. I mean, we saw good things from Moses Moody, which makes me think he'll play next series. You know, he was good. I think Kuminga really is, is more suited for this matchup with big guys like Rui, uh, Vando. He's more suited for this matchup as opposed to a lot of guards that they ran in the Kings that were just too quick, too fast for him. And I think Kerr... Showed a lot of inexperience in that first round. You know, he wasn't his best self or his usual self. A lot of times, Mike Brown pretty much out-coached him a little bit. Not in the full series, but there's glimpses. Like, for example, in that game six when he decided to go Lyles to the five and Kerr saw five being out, he didn't know what to do. I mean, that lineup pretty much won them that game six. In uh, Chase, it was a blowout. So I think the styles for the, the Warriors, they're going to just have to get gritty. I mean – 
I, I tweeted at half. I wanted Steph to empty the clip. But I don't I think against a Lakers team that's less exploitable, like you said, than the Kings. Especially in game seven, the Kings didn't even play Davion Mitchell too much. They decided to go with Davis over Mitchell because the offense was there. And that proved to be Steph's like that was that was good for Steph because he was torching. With the Lakers, I mean Vando, Reeves, Schroeder, those are tough matchups. Even A D in a switch. You can't really exploit him either. Sabonis, you can. So this this matchup is definitely going to be difficult. I think for them, they just have to be on their A game. I think the glass, they have to clean up on the glass, the turnovers. They have to limit them. I say that every series, but they seem to never do it. They have to limit the turnovers. Offensively, they have to take smart shots. They cannot go in there shooting early shot clocks. They have to kind of change up their offense. A lot of the times in the Kings series, they – was too stagnant on the same offense. The Kings started figuring out. And you're playing LeBron. I mean, you have played LeBron for damn near a decade. You guys know each other. LeBron knows them. He knows LeBron. They know LeBron better than anybody. So it's going to be a fun series. But I think the the chess match is just going to be what else can you get out of Clay, out of Poole, specifically them two. Wiggins, you kind of pretty much know what you're going to get in the seven-game series. So you're 100% right. It is polar opposites in terms of the teams that the Lakers are going to be playing and vice versa for the Warriors. With the with the Grizzlies, we saw a team that was very reliant on their defense and their half-court offense really is not there. They're more of a transition, get out and run type of team. The Warriors can do both. They kill you in a half-court. They kill you out in transition. They're a fast-paced offense. They're constantly moving. It's going to be, it's going to be tough on us, but why I still am confident in our matchup is for the fact that of the teams in the Western Conference, we're the best defense in the league. Excuse me, we're the best defense in the Western Conference. You could have the argument that we are the best defense in the association. I look at how we match up against the Golden State Warriors, and I was having this conversation with Riv, and I wanted to ensure that there was no disrespect in what I'm about to say. I look at these two teams, and of course, I give the edge to shooting with the Golden State Warriors because they, of course, have the greatest shooter to ever touch a basketball. But outside of shooting, I think we are the better team on every other aspect of the game. I expected the Warriors to be better offensively against the Kings because, of course, Steph Curry is one of the best players in the world. Of course, there's the case that he is the best player in the world at this current moment in time. Klay Thompson gave us one of his best offensive outputs this season. Jordan Poole, although he has struggled, Jordan Poole in the playoffs last season was spectacular. I was expecting to, hey, maybe Jordan Poole could step up now that it's playoff time. It's a different atmosphere. Andrew Wiggins was back. I was expecting that to be an offensive boost for them. Really didn't see the the dominant Golden State Warriors offense that I had been accustomed to. 115 points per game in this King series. And the Lakers, who, whose offense is not as good as the Warriors, allegedly put up 112 points against a significantly better defense in the Memphis Grizzlies. So on defense, I take our defensive team for sure against the Warriors. And although you guys do have some great switches, of course, Wiggins, you can't disrespect him. Draymond Green's a, be- a great defensive player himself. The the combination of Looney and Draymond Green will make it tougher on Anthony Davis. But in terms of rebounding, we're the better rebounding team we were in the regular season, better contested rebounding percentage, just better, more rebounds in general. Of course, the way that Anthony Davis and LeBron James have been rebounding. And I think our role players right now, where in terms of names... Prior to the series, prior to the regular season ending, you would have looked at the Golden State Warriors and say, hey, they probably have the better role players. But the Lakers role players are simply playing better basketball than the Golden State Warriors role players. And if if Steph Curry can be the best player in this series, I tweeted this and I firmly believe it. 
Steph Curry can be the best player in this series and the Warriors still lose because of how poorly the Warriors role players have been playing. The fact that you have Klay Thompson shooting 35% from three, which is the which is obviously for, for the league, that's average. But for Steph Curry, for, excuse me, for Klay Thompson, that's low. The fact that Jordan Poole is shooting, I think, under 30% from three, that's something that you weren't expecting. Wiggins is shooting under 30% from three. They really don't have any true dominant force down low outside of Kavon Looney. And even still, let's not disrespect Kavon. Kavon has been fantastic this playoffs. They really don't have any real interior presence that can match Anthony Davis. You could throw bodies like Draymond Green and Kavon Looney, but really there's no answer. And then, of course, it's going to come down to the duo of Jared Vanderbilt and Anthony Davis in terms of defense because these two have been the best defensive duo in the association since the trade deadline. And Vanderbilt's going to have the assignment of playing Steph Curry, and ideally the way that Steph Curry has been playing It doesn't matter who's going to be defending Steph Curry. He's going to get his. But I just look for Vanderbilt to make Steph Curry uncomfortable like he has this season already and prior in his career. And then Anthony Davis continuing to be the dominant force that he's been down low. His opponent shot less than than 40% field goal percentage in this Memphis series. He averaged over three blocks a game. His stocks were over five. He was by far the best defensive player in round one. It's dependent on these two guys to continue being the dominant force defensively that they are. And you mentioned the matchups defensively. You're going to have Reeves probably playing defense on Clay, Clay Thompson, where he's struggled already. Austin Reeves has been a very firm defender. You mentioned the matchup of, of Wiggins and D'Lo. I don't know if that's going to be the case necessarily. I think that most likely it'll be where D'Lo's playing defense, depending where Jordan Poole is going to be on the court, where you have that Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson lineup. D'Lo will be on one of those three. I definitely don't think it's going to be Steph Curry. That's just going to be a matchup that's going to kill us. But really, what it comes down to is I firmly believe the Lakers are just the better team overall than the Golden State Warriors outside from shooting, of course. I think the Lakers this season— We're a better passing team than you guys by far. Yeah, they're first in assists. Okay. You said by far— no, we're it like, is by they're far. The, probably the oh, best we're like, passing we're like, team in the league. Like, by, like for a couple years. Now. I think in the regular season, you had like the most passes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But again, we still have that's what makes you the best, D'Angelo Russell, who's obviously... Also, at least the turnovers, too, though. Pass that fucking crazy. Yeah, it's insane. How we still have D'Lo who can pass. We have Reese who can pass. We have LeBron James who can pass. Schroeder no, I'm not saying you guys can't pass. Just no, but you're the saying way, by just far. Their offense. Because the way our system... I think just offense yeah, It's a natural... Yeah. Yeah. Pa- fair enough. But that's your, your MO, ball movement. Warriors do rank first, and although it might be a little diluted because the Lakers haven't had this core Correct. all season, they Correct. rank 19th. Mm-hmm. And, and passes made for per game or assists per game, somewhere around there. The Lakers turnaround has been legit. You know, they've been one of the better teams. It was hard to say that, wasn't it? We had had a conversation (laughs) man-to-man. Lakers have been legit. They beat the Grizzlies. Now, the Grizzlies playoff series, it's hard to to really take away a lot from it because of the injuries to the Grizzlies players coming into the series. I did think Memphis would win, and the Lakers did dominate that series. But I look at it, and I'm like, man, it took them six games. I, I feel like that series could have definitely ended much sooner, and they could have ended it in a more dominant fashion in regards to ending it much sooner. Okay, I was going to say, I know ga- with 40. I know game six, it, you know, they dominated Memphis. When I look at the Warriors, it's tough because I feel like between the Lakers and the Warriors, the Warriors seem to have – chinks in their armor right now where they're not a great road team. 
where these Steph Curry minutes when he's on the bench has been absolutely killer. They're, they're unable to generate offense, and they don't defend at a high level when he's off the court either, versus the Lakers have been a much more balanced team, and, and they have been an elite unit. Excuse me. Ultimately, I look at a, a couple key, key things when I look at this matchup. The Warriors are the best shooting team in the NBA. The Lakers allow the 10th most three-pointers three in the regular season and six most appointed three-pointers attempted per game. The Lakers allow a lot of threes, and this is two different styles versus Memphis where you're deep-dropping everything Excellent. because you don't trust these shooters versus Golden State, you have to play up on these screens. Versus Memphis, you don't respect Ja, you don't respect Brooks, you don't respect Tillman shooting the long ball. It's only Jaron Jackson and, and Desmond Bain and based off how Desmond Bain was playing in the first round, you know, we're kind of living with those outside jump shots anyway. So I think this is much different stylistically. And I look at the star matchups. Vando is capable to be on Steph for the series, but it'll be a variation of him, Reeves, and Schroeder. Those aren't good enough answers for me when it comes to Steph. When I look at the Lakers and I look at LeBron James, the biggest question I have is how good is that ankle? I think Andrew Wiggins on LeBron healthy is a good matchup. Given LeBron is on a bad ankle and I've seen him struggle to get past David Roddy last series, Andrew Wiggins will be a much tougher matchup. And then having Kaminga come off the bench because I think the, the Warriors do go more wing heavy th this point. series. Mm -hmm. LeBron, if he's not Superman, I don't know how much you can rely on these role players to lift up that weight. And given that Rui had an amazing shooting series, it was an outlier in my opinion, and it felt like the Lakers were knocking down threes. They they shot 31% against Memphis from three. The Kings shot 30% against Warriors from three. Although the Kings were not good from the outside, Lakers only shot 1% better. What the and Warriors shoot against the Grizzlies? You have that if you don't have it, I'll look it against up. the Grizzlies or Kings. I'm sorry, what did the Warriors shoot against the Kings? 33 percent. All right, I mean, that's honestly, you take that. Yeah. Kings and Warriors missed a lot of open looks. That's what I'm saying. A and lot. then the Anthony Davis matchup statistically, Draymond has historically been the best defender on Anthony Davis, and this year it's been Kavon Looney. The same analysis I had <laughs> for Xavier Tillman being on Anthony Davis is similar to what, I, what I'm going to say about Kayvon Looney. When Kayvon Looney guards AD, when Draymond guards AD, although they don't have the height, they have a strong base, and that forces AD to take outside jump shots. And if he's having the stinkers he had in the first round against the Warriors in the second round, I just don't see how the Lakers can win this series. Turnovers are a concern for the Warriors. Always. The Lakers in transition are deadly, so that's, that's a major concern no for Golden State. No doubt. My X factor for the Warriors, and I think he can be the difference in this series, Jordan Poole. is Jordan Poole. Yeah, it has to be. And I, I know that Jordan Poole has had an offseason. I knew it, He's man. been inconsistent. But when you think about it, think about what you said earlier. We'll probably have D'Lo on Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole should eat up D'Lo. Mm -hmm. He I should. Think he, he Jordan should Poole should violate up whoever the Kings were throwing at him. Davion Mitchell? Not Davion Mitchell Davion the whole Mitchell's time. But Davion Mitchell's minutes were scattered. They really Yeah, were. but when Steph when Steph comes out, 
Jordan Poole's the one that comes in, yeah. which means Mitchell is the one guarding or Fox. But still, Jordan Poole is averaging how many minutes this series? Twenty-eight. That's a lot. But exactly my point. There's no way all twenty-eight minutes he was getting no, guarded. Fox by was guarding him since yeah, they're, like, they're, they're people. There's good defenders on him. I think that Jordan Poole, given that all the defensive attention is on Steph, and then second's going to be on Clay. I think Jordan Poole has a real chance to make his mark, put his mark on this series. And this is going to tell us a lot about the type of player that Poole is because I don't think he is blocking out social media completely. I think he understands that the Reeves Reeves and him comparisons have been at an all-time high. That actually is what could be, I'm sorry to interrupt you, that actually is what could be the defensive matchup. We put D'Angelo Russell on Clay because Clay's movement, obviously he's running around, but it's more... Wiggins would violate not, D'Lo. You're saying no. He's saying you're saying Reeves, or you're saying no, I'm D'Lo. D'Lo. That's, could, a, that's yeah, a mismatch. Yeah, it is a mismatch just because it's a little bit more physical. D'Lo is the one in the series that I think his minutes go down that's, and shoot a play. Rather that's, that's not that's not, that because you got to think that's but not only that that's not only like a one on one mismatch. That's a Steph calls for a screen. Yeah, they and then now he gets D'Lo. Correct. That that that's an easy switch. So it's like, sheesh. So I think this series is going to tell us a lot about Jordan Poole and how motivated he is to. Shut up the whole world. Because all it takes is one series. I mean, we've seen it with Sabonis. He was great all season. One series. Now, it's trade him from a lot of people. It's it's an overreaction. I I think Jordan Poole, he's been bad this season. But if he can turn it around with with a great playoff series, then, you know, he starts earning back that respect that he lost. So, I think he's the X factor. Against the the Lakers. Right, of all the teams. And, obviously, Kevon Looney is an X factor in this series, too, because of his defense on Anthony Davis. Yeah. I just have more question marks about the Lakers. I don't know how healthy LeBron is. I don't know if AD is going to dominate for four out of the seven games in the series. Don't doubt the two guys. You could doubt the rest of the guys. Don't doubt the two guys. LeBron has an ankle injury, but and even, it was apparent. Even it, yeah. uh, he averaged twenty-two against Memphis, and where he was washed, he still was our our, our team leader in points. And he that shot nineteen percent from three in the series. He's not never, that bad. He never shoots well. He's from never three in the been. He, let me not. He hasn't been a good three-point shooter all season. He's shooting thirty-one percent from I think, three. I think on his career in the playoffs, it's like in the twenties. I, but twenties, uh, twenties, yeah, nuts, it, might, it might be worse. He's like, I think he's like a top five, top six all time in three pointers made. He's played he shoots thirty three percent in the playoffs. Playoff okay, thirty three. Okay, he's yeah. played a thousand. But he averaged, games. he averaged twenty two, eleven and five in the Grizzly series. It was calm too. He really wasn't. It really talk yeah, about coasting. The thing, the thing that about series. that though is that I understand Memphis is a great defense. So is Golden State. Mm. Are they, they a great they defense? Be. They they have flashed the big peak. When Draymond Green's on the floor, they are number one in the NBA. Yeah. So what? So what's your pick? I I think I actually didn't pick. Either. I was gonna say I didn't get picks from any of you I have, guys. I, I figured. I've said it multiple times in social media. I even said it in the the chat here. I have Lakers in six, and that's not a. I think that we're just a more dominant team. I think we're a better team, and I feel very confident in that. I, I think the beautiful thing about it is we're home. We start off home, yep. mm-hmm. and the road woes. Advantage. We kind of put them to bed a little bit because we won two games on I'm the road. I'm not that worried. The, the whole the whole road splits around the regular season, yeah. and, and they, I, it doesn't get thrown out the window, but you win two games in Sacramento, including game seven. I'm not that worried about it. Yeah, and I think and the Lakers are better on the road than they, they are. are at home. And I, and I, and I will say, and I because I've said this to you, mm-hmm. and I, I have agreed with that statement. However, the energy in the first round that I saw against the no, Grizzlies when we were in crypto was crazy. It was different. I just like, think I'm getting goosebumps thinking yeah, about it. Just, it was that insane. Like, and I, and I kept telling people, it was like, 
when you're a team with experience and you have the same dude, like it, it's different when you come into the next year and you struggle and you don't have the same dudes that want it. Yeah. But like they essentially have these same six, seven guys the that want four. it. So like you had to have some type of feel like, all right, they're going to figure this road shit out eventually, right? So regular season, you play like shit. But in the playoffs, it's two different seasons. Everybody knows that. It's so regular season playoffs. They win two games in the most – Respect to y'all, but the, probably the most electric building in the playoffs so far mm-hmm. in Sacramento, it was pretty much banging both. And you win in game seven, in game five, the two most important games that you need to win. I mean, I think the road woes has definitely put to bed. The if, fact y'all lost game six. That in, just means we can lose at home. Cha- yeah. Facts. They could share I, shut down just like, you know, the Lakers. Are thing. you guys going to touch on coaches? I mean, I think two? Steve Kerr has the edge in this yeah, matchup yeah. with coaching. You know what, too? Because you would have thought that Taylor Jenkins had the advantage over Steve, Darvin. He's not Steve no, Kerr. I'm though. not saying that, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. Taylor Jenkins is, is supposed this, to be a top five head coach. This, uh, Steve, this but you just told me that Steve Kerr looked inexperienced against, against Mike a, Brown. Against a, a person who literally but, knows him bar for bar. But the thing bar. is, Steve Kerr is the most non-inexperienced head coach in the game. I didn't yeah. want to call it out on that, but... but Mike Brown knows him bar for bar. He, he does. I know, but if, if we're betting on a coach to oh, be better in the Absolutely, which is what I, what I want to say. <clears throat> Darvin Ham needs to be excellent this entire series. The lineup that he put out game six where we did not play Malik, we did not play Troy Brown, we were the most consistent and dominant offensively and defensively. That's what I want to say. Not more so, oh, I think Darvin Ham could outcoach Steve Kerr. Not That's not realistic. However, I will say, Darvin's made some significantly better decisions that we since the playoffs started, obviously. But if it transfers from the first round to the second round, I feel even more confident because the Lakers' lineups decisions have been a big reason why we've looked spotty at times. I cannot see Troy Brown and Malik Beasley get consistent minutes. I understand Malik's our best shooter off the bench, but let's give Lonnie a chance because at least he provides us something offensively as opposed to those two guys. Defensively? You're saying? Lonnie. Not great. Um, or all, you meant to say no, offense. no. I meant offense. You said offense. I meant to say offense. offense. Lonnie is a better offensive player than these two guys, but obviously Malik at his best, he should be a better player. But Malik just hasn't been that. He really hasn't. I just think like Ham is, is like, the and then gr- defensively, obviously. I think Ham is an all right coach. The Grizzlies I offense think that he is too just basic. Gets, he, he's just under a microscope, microscope with Lakers fans, and they criticize everything. But That's he has nice. been good. It, it's just like. The lineups really have been questionable. He's at not going to be yeah, tested as much against the Grizzlies. Yeah, now you're like you're playing a team with different sets, different cre- actions, just a it's team like, that moves let's, nonstop. Let's, let's highlight Game Five, right, where Ja was his best. We lost that. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live. Because you shouldn't have to change teams, even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Game because mm-hmm. Darvin made the mistake of taking Anthony Davis out. The Grizzlies took advantage of yep. that. That's the one thing that comes to mind. It's just his, his decision-making in moments really is where he becomes in the question. But I agree. Overall... He's been very yeah, good. I get that. I think that, to be fair to Darvin, you have to experiment with lineups when Agreed. you haven't had a team that has been here all season. Good point. And so on the fly, he's trying to see what's working and what's not working. And, you know, you run into mistakes like that. I have Warriors in seven, but I, I'd lean Warriors in six before I lean Lakers in six. Mm-hmm. 
But I have Warriors. I have, so what's your I have no Warriors. I have no games, though. No uh, games? I'm, I'm sick of picking fucking games. I'll no, be honest. you're just going to pick the series. It, it goes down. Pushing. Yeah, it goes down to the wire. I think this would be a tough series, but I got Warriors. Here's the thing. Because game six would be in yeah. L.A. And I know you're about to give your analysis, Joel. You haven't said a, lo- a word, and I'm sorry about He's that. He's watching the game. He doesn't uh, care. Oh, I was watching that. the game. These are your teams, um, man. I want you all to cook. The thing is, Warriors in seven, I understand that Steph Curry just put on a historic performance. The first time we've ever seen a player drop 50 points in a game seven, I get that. What did the rest of the guys do? It was Steph Curry, it was Kevon Looney, watching. and company. Let's, a lot of and let's, company. Let's, let's, You're telling me LeBron's going to lose a game seven? When's, all right, this, He's 6-0 uh, and oh in his last seven When's the last time he played seven? a game seven? Uh, exactly. Relax. Uh, 2018. Against the Celtics. It's 2023. Oh, he's not yeah. the same player he was in he's 2018. Not. Again, the, let's, same, are we going to judge it off one series against Memphis? No, he's literally... It's, it's not the same player against, he was in 2018. Okay, obvious. Kind of, no, obvious. obviously. Yeah, but older, let's, this older. regular season that he played, when he was playing, he was amazing. He was, he was really good this year. He was. He's going to be an all-NBA player. Uh, yeah. Most yeah, likely. Yeah. Yes. So, listen, I get it. He did he's not, also playing now an all-NBA player. I'm going to be honest, bro. LeBron was... MVP level in the regular season. That's what I'm saying. I don't saying. think he was, what, was 20 he just coasting against the Grizzlies? I think he's injured. I think it's that's, my, that's my point. He's, I, he's I not do worry. I do worry about it. Yeah. If he's injured, it's like... But it, even it's, still, it's I, he looks injured, but even still, he's almost 50% from the field. He was... It really was coasting outside that game six. He looked hungry because yeah. that game five, there the, were people, the there were allegations. The game four yeah, overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Warriors was the other have better defenders though to match up with LeBron. I think it's it's Wiggins, Wiggins. it's Dre. That's yeah. those that. Hey, Kaminga, Kaminga gives him trouble when he does play. Yeah, but I don't you like trust Bron. There were so many injuries and yeah, I didn't have a roster when we all played. I don't even look at the regular. That's why I did. Yeah. I mention the regular. Yeah, season. The matchups don't Curry didn't play three of those games. Curry played two. LeBron played two. And they had they didn't have the same roster. All four. Westbrook played the first one. Wiggins were with, play with Russ, I yeah. should say. Yeah, yeah well, the first Wiggins. game was uh, opening night. Yeah, it was so, like, and that was a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah it was, it's, it's just too much different yeah, shit they, at you all. Can't, you really that's why yeah. I didn't so want to go on with Dell. What's your position? This is a series that I don't want either team to win. If we're being honest, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, no, hoping. No, like very this, I'm hoping this series goes seven games. I'm hoping every game goes to overtime. You guys just wear each other out. I feel very similar. He's to, scared of to us. The, to the no, he's scared. scared. Of us. <laughs> he's scared. Stop it! Don't no, I'm, this is, no, I am scared of the Warriors. I'm going to be annoyed at Drew. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the issue. I'm going to be I'm attached automatically. I'm going to be annoyed with Lakers fans, but I'm scared of the Warriors for eventual final series with the Celtics. He forgets the fits that we gave him. Uh, you know, you guys definitely did, but the Warriors, I get PTSD from. You guys, we just saw you in the regular season, so I'm not that. What's my phone? Oh, my God, bro. I'm sorry, first dude. First time. Um, sure. Dude, the I'm Lakers, sorry. I was opening the stream. The Lakers got a good matchup with the Grizzlies, right? I think um, when you when you look back at that series, I was wrong with my pick. No problem in it. I yeah, took Grizzlies was. in six. Okay. Um, but when I was doing my analysis, I did say Lakers, because, you know, I give both sides to the story, even though you guys might like it. I said the Lakers, this is the perfect matchup for them, right? You look at all the other actual contenders in the West, whether it's the Suns, the Nuggets, the Warriors, um, the Clippers, when Paul George and Kawhi were out there, you're looking at a lot of offensive juggernauts. A lot of teams, you had the Kings, I didn't even mention the best offense of all time. You had the Nuggets who were top three, the Warriors, of course, we know what they can do. So when you looked at that Grizzlies matchup, you saw a path to win because you knew the Lakers are going to, you know, live and die by their defense. And they had a really great defensive series. Drew, you could talk about best in the Western conference. They're probably the best defense in the NBA right now. The way Anthony Davis is playing like the best defensive player in the world, just outplayed the defensive player of the year, really on both sides, but especially on defense, AD looked nothing short of fantastic in that series and, and really shut down that whole Grizzlies offense, right? Like uh, they rely heavily on getting to the paint. That's why John Morant is, is the way he is. Dylan Brooks obviously wasn't shooting well 
well, but they rely heavily on getting the ball into the paint, and that's where they're, they're going to make their baskets. And when you have Anthony Davis playing like that, that's how you saw the, the series get ugly quick. I know it was a six-game series. It, fe- it never really felt like the Grizzlies had a true chance of winning that series, right? Even even when even after they won that game five and it was three two and you thought they were gaining some momentum and Desmond Bain comes out and says yeah we're coming back game seven even after that it never really felt like the Grizzlies had a true chance in that series but now you're going up against the Warriors team and you guys have touched on it it's a completely different set of circumstances you're going up against a team that can score in the half court um, the Grizzlies can transition but the Warriors of course where their their pull up three transition I think is probably scares you the most out of anything they can do and then Steph Curry being who's the best basketball basketball player in the world right now. I think that 50-point Game 7 really puts a stamp on it. We talked about in the last episode with Giannis going out in the first round. Who's going to step up and be that number one player? Right now, Steph Curry's got it. And Drew, uh, 100% agree with you. Steph Curry can play like the best player in the series, and they can still lose because you look at the role players the Lakers have and the role players the Warriors have. Although they have a lot of the same guys that won a championship last year, I do like the talent you guys have. But I also know as you get deeper into the playoffs... As the lights start shining brighter, as you're going into a Grizzly series, so of course everyone watched, right? But now you're going Lakers versus Warriors. The entire world is going to be looking at this series. This is when you're going to be relying more, I think, on your superstars and probably a little bit less on your role players. Of course, they're going to have to have some sort of contribution to the series or else, you know, it's going to be a no-show. But I trust Steph Curry more than I do LeBron and Anthony Davis. And to talk specifically about the matchup, Anthony Davis was dominant because he got to sit in the paint basically the entire series long. You mentioned it um, going up against the Grizzlies. You don't respect their shooters. You don't respect the Jaws, Dylan Brooks of the world. But now you're going up against the Grizzlies, uh, excuse me, uh, Warriors. And I saw it last year in the final. Steph Curry with that high pick and roll. Mm-hmm. He's going to have AD come up. And you cannot play drop coverage on Steph Curry. Just do the math. It, you see his three-point percentage. You see how many threes he takes. It's not going to end up well for you. So I think the fact that they're able to exploit that with the best three-point shooter of all time and in the NBA right now, it's going to limit a bit what Anthony Davis can do because, like I mentioned, he was so great at protecting the rim, but the fact the Warriors are actually able to get him out into the perimeter and actually respect these shooters more, I think his impact isn't going to be as great as it was in this Grizzly series. For the Lakers to come out on top, you need LeBron to turn back the clock. You need LeBron not to average 22. He's got to average 27, 28. Look at that that game four overtime. When he took the ball, he was going right at Dylan Brooks, and he was saying, we are not losing that game. I think that's the type of mentality LeBron really needs to be on because this Warriors team, although their role players haven't been playing great and their shooting outside of Steph Curry hasn't been fantastic, I think water will eventually find its level. Um, and the and right now, the, the Warriors just averaged 14 threes in their first round. The Lakers averaged 10. That's an extra 12 points right there. And if the Lakers aren't locked in defensively and you don't have LeBron playing to you know his high standard we know he can play to, I got the Warriors in six. It's going to be a good series. The Lakers defensively versus Warriors offense. I just think it's going to be a little bit too much with their three-point shooting compared with the Grizzlies had to offer. AD averaged 4.3 blocks per game in the first round. Yeah, he was Nuts. OD. Uh, you think really, you really think Rui's going to keep playing like that? Rui? I'm not expecting fit, over 50% from three, but he's definitely going to continue to be a, a solid role player and give us good bench minutes and, and obviously score off the bench. AD in the first round yeah. averaged 34. He held opponents to 34% from the field. I'm not worried about that. It's just yeah, different you, because you're not relying so heavily on getting to the rim with the Warriors. AD uh, in the uh, first uh, round averaged 21 and 14 and shot 49% from the field. He's dominant. Yeah. Against the Warriors in his career, twenty four points per game. Who? AD. That's not. That's not elite. So really no, good. That's like yeah. his a- career average, probably. 
I think it's no oh clip. When he was with the Pels, I'm thinking that way. He's like he 28 again. Yeah, the Pels, yeah, well, that was yeah, the prime prime. I don't know. The last time like he played against you, he had 38, 30 something, something yeah, like that. He needs to. Be, I think he needs. To be, you have to. You need one of them to be elite, bro. I, I, like I know. Realistically, I, we need both of them. I'm not going to cap. We yeah, need both I, I, I know. I know you're saying if Steph's the best, you can still lose. But if both of those guys are or not, at least one of them are not. Do you though? You just need one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, you need, no, you no. need one. Only you're, Fox was elite for the Kings and, and, and went to seven. seven. You need just you need one. That's I think a good you, point. you need one. That's a good point. And uh, honestly, our role players have been playing that well. well. I think you know what you're getting from AD offensively. It's I think more so the question. I mean, LeBron's getting you 20 every game in the, in this Grizzly Facts. series, Facts. but he has not turned on and giving you that like vintage 30 plus point performance. I don't think he had 30 the entire series. I was gonna say, uh, I believe it was. Game one, he game one, he game one, he played all right, but game three, he played really well. Where AD and him both had over twenty five. Yeah, I think this is just a big role player series. The, the, the Warriors role players have an opportunity; they have the potential to play so much better. They just need to. That's a like, fact. Like they're they are deemed as the more talented role players. They just need to play. Like I was it. waiting for the for the Warriors role players to kick up at all. Once during the Kings series, they gotta, I, I, no in my, consistency. In my, in my opinion, I think the Kings role players outplayed them. You know, I, I think they, in terms of Davis, Keegan Murray got it going. Yep. Even Malik. Alex Len in his minutes, Malik Monk, they, really they got to play. Yeah, Malik Monk, you could argue, was the third best player in the series. Mm -hmm. So exactly. it's like, you know. Fourth, Kavon, respect to Kavon. But even still, that's how great Monk was. Yeah, so like I think if they come to play, it's, it's a definitely a different ball game. You need Poole, you need Kaminga, you need Max. Clay, you need Wiggs. You need all of them to play great. So I, I think the role players are definitely going to play a big part in this series, but give me a game, bro. Just Warriors in seven, Warriors in six. We're fucking gas. I thought the game was on Wednesday. I would have I would have picked uh, this to win game one. And it's one. every other game. It yeah, is. I would have picked every this other day, excuse I me. I think we'll lose game one. We'll win game two. I think we'll split the first four. So we'll go two two. Uh I'll say Warriors win two straight. So I'll, I'll say Warriors in six, whatever. I didn't really want to pick a game, but mm -hmm. sure, John, what do you game. got? He did decide. No, did I decide. know who his winner is. Who so is maybe it? I talked him out of it because he heard me. He was like, damn, man. I've been I've been going Harden's against Drew all season. Who, Harden? Yeah. I, I told you, bro. Uh, they're down seven right now. Yeah, I swore Jimmy Butler was. Come on. James Harden has 50 in the win, bro. Harden's going for 60 tonight. He needs to win. He's going for 60 tonight. He needs to win. So if he doesn't win... All right, John. What is it? Warriors and what, bro? Because I know you're, you're picking three the Warriors. Minutes. Unless you're flipping back to the Lakers, I don't even know if you're if you think the Lakers are good or not. It's been all all season long. It's been they're good. They're bad. They're good, it's they're been bad. the panel versus Drew. I, I'm willing to accept that, even though there was a lot more respect put on my guys. Top twelve all time. Come on, John. Here we go. Defined. Five, four, four three, three, two, two one. Warriors and six. I am so, so pissed. Warriors Everybody's six, on my six, side. Seven, yeah. and it's all right, bro. Such I, bad luck. I've been, I've, I've been acquainted to this all season long. It's okay. It's okay. It is hey, bad luck. I, I kind of hope you lose. I hate that you're on my side. I, I'll I, be honest. I'm not rooting for you. You should you. pick the Lakers, man. You what? should, too. You should pick the Lakers. I'm good. Do that. I'm good. I'm going to pass. I don't, guys want, just I don't pick want either. Pick a non-winner. Lakers and seven. Like man. I said, I don't want either team to win. Go seven games. Every game's overtime. Wear each other out. We'll Listen, last thing we're gonna well, the say. The way you guys act, you might go six with the Sixers. Just cuss. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you guys troll too much. We'll yeah, it's a close ass game right now in we're Boston. Up nine. Up nine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is Rob Will really not about to get eight rebounds, bro? What's he at? He's kidding me. He's at three. 
It's the first half. It's the first half. I think it's seven. Man. He's eight. You told me he was better Three than Claxton. Seven. Oh, good call. Get out of here. He is. No, he's not. Give me Rob Will. No, he's not. Claxton has been way better this season. Give me Clax. Where's Claxton right now? Oh. Does he play with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Your Brooklyn, your Brooklyn Nets are the only team in back-to-back years that haven't won a game in the playoffs. Nuts. Back-to-back years. My Brooklyn Nets? No, no. You can't I'm run from this. You can't run from I'm this. I'm a Knicks fan. Holy shit. What are you talking about? As soon as, as, soon as Bridges got there, you... Uh, then Claxton's your guy. Yeah. McCall Bridges is good. You're a Nets guy. 0-8 oh in two years. That's, it's nasty. They'll, they'll win one soon. Demar has more wins than the Nets in back-to-back years in the playoffs. How many do the Bulls have? One at least, right? Just yeah, one. Obi asks is for one. That's what we ask in this panel. That's one. Oh man. Katie, Kyrie, what Bridges. about your other teams? Um Under got a play Clippers have a few. Clippers, Clippers have a few. Yeah. Uh, even the Cavs got Cavs one. Got one. Cavs got one. Cavs did get one. That's the Warriors have a ring. Pistons. None. Pistons. Cook. OKC, Cook. OKC. Play and win. Oh no, OKC has the same amount of wins as the Nets. For and sure. Detroit. A play and Detroit. win matters. Jeez, no, bro, they have no playoff wins. They have no playoff wins just like the Nets. The Nets have more opportunities, unfortunately. I hate that. About the last three years. Oh, you want to go no, back nine, to that? This guy just said three. Now yeah. you're running. Now you're running. Now you're running. Now you're running. Now you're running. Right, you got that. Three years. Before we go on to the next segment, a quick word from Athletic Greens. Oh, they emailed me. I'm getting free samples. And? Athletic Greens? Yeah. Shout, Shout out to them. AG1. Shout out to AG1, man. So if you want to cover your nutritional basis for the day, it couldn't be easier with Athletic Greens. All you do is mix one small scoop of AG1 with water and drink it first thing each morning. All it costs is $3 a day, and it's... Highest quality source ingredients. And if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash pick That's athleticgreens.com slash pick Go and check it out. It helps out the podcast a lot. Now on to the Super Chats. This is from Teeks. Who are your guys' top five playoff performers so far? For me. It's been Jimmy, Book, Fox, Steph, and Brunson. Yeah, the, that top four is def solidified. I think Jimmy and Book are there. That top and Steph, four is solid. Top three is solidified. Steph, Booker, Fox, Jimmy. I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody. Yeah, he, the fifth one was Brunson. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just getting mad humid in here. No, I'm fine. I thought it got warm, too, but it's because I started talking. I thought that was all it was. Rough as that? That, but also I just got... Maybe it's just know, four men breathing hard, talking. Back. That's what took off the jacket. I brushed my teeth before I got on. I didn't brush my teeth till this morning. I'll be honest with you. This morning is fine. You brushed them this morning. That's good. That's one. That's good. I'm sorry. You brush your teeth at night. That's fine. Six, seven hours is just straight hot. (laughs) Uh, Who would that fifth name be? Brunson's fine. Brunson's fine. Ant Edwards? I could argue. Yeah, I was going to say Ant. The way that AD played defense. Jokic has been doing Jokic things. Jokic has to be up there. Yeah, I would say Jokic. Jamal Murray. Jamal, Jamal's up there. I, I feel like <laughs> when it comes to Jokic, he's just doing what he's doing the regular season. So no, yeah, one's nobody pays it. attention to his phenomenal stats in yeah. the playoffs. Who? The first season's been insane. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, um, OD. Look, I think probably, Jokic's probably fifth right now. Jimmy D. Book and Ant. Steph are top three. That's for him. KD, KD is in there too. It's Fox twenty eight and a half games. Fox, I will put over KD. Yeah, Fox four. It's just that fifth spot. I think I probably have Jokic. Jamal is definitely in question for five. Yeah. If he, after what he did in game one, for sure. Edwards. Edwards, for sure. He's averaging 28 in this playoffs. Jamal. Jamal. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I think he's shooting 45% from three he also. He hit some crazy fucking shit. We're going to talk about later. He hit some stupid shit. Now, this from like. Ezekiel Alba. How about them Warriors, Riv? Oh. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Warriors. Oh, it was just um amazing win. Man, I felt good. I needed that. You my did My stomach need was hurting. You did need that. And I hate when my stomach hurts. 
you know? So I needed that. Definitely. This is from Yikes. If Murray can outplay Book of the Series and Nuggets in four, conversations will be had. Conversations will be had. Nuggets are now winning in four. Nuggets in six. KD, I guess? Nuggets in six. KD, that, uh, the conversations Murray. are going to be between Murray and D-Book. Oh, oh. Booker comfortably is better than him. Um, I think I agree with that wholeheartedly. Especially the defense. Um, he's been it's up just the fact that Jamal Murray really doesn't pop until I think the bigger time. question is, where are we going to start ranking D-Book? Or I, maybe the question is, where are we going to start ranking Jamal Murray, which we're going to talk Both. about later. Yeah. Both. Is D-Book better than Tatum? No. That list was crazy. That list was nuts. Having him be third was ridiculous, I'll be honest. Kinda, yeah. He didn't have Sabonis in his top 25 or 30, I Ed think. Tatum 10, I think. Fucking good. Over a playoff series, bro, that's ridiculous. Give me Zion. He has never been good in the playoff series, ever. Zion or Sabonis? <laughs> Sabonis plays. He's healthy. Answer the question. At best, Zion well, at his best at his best he plays. At best, he's well, better. Thank I you. gambled on Zion before Sabonis. <laughs> Come on. Any day, any day of the week. And also, I hate that. Yeah, Someone's mowing their lawn. Gunshots. I, I hate that thing about Sabonis where he's never been getting in the playoffs. His first playoff series was as a rookie, OKC versus Houston. He played three minutes per game. Played three games. Not enough Not enough sample size to really It was one of he played like 24 minutes. Yes, he didn't start that year for Indiana. That year, that was the year Indiana took LeBron to seven. The starters were Darren Collison. That was the Victor Oladipo all-star year. Miles Turner, Bogdanovich, and... I'm forgetting who else started, but Sabonis didn't start. Sabonis, before this playoff series, Sabonis was always a role player, six man in the playoffs. Yeah, George Hill. His, first, yeah. his first all-star year where he's, you know, tasked with George Hill on that? No, that George Hill was on that Cavs team. What am I talking about? And even then, Sabonis in that series. Oh, it's TJ Warren. TJ Warren. He's the other starter. In that playoff series for Indiana, his first one, he averaged 12 points, five rebounds, and shot 58% from the field. Listen, it's just a simple of what have you done for me lately? And so bonus, unfortunately, was not that good against the. He's an all star, and he wasn't playing like. But all-star. he's never been in the playoffs as a, a all star before this season. year. To be fair, but he was, he didn't play that. He didn't play what, up to the standards of an all star. And then the last two three games, Looney outplayed him. Yeah, game yeah. six he was mid, and they still won. To be fair, but then game seven, Looney destroyed him. I think I think uh, I cut him some slack, given all year long he's been playing with a broken thumb. He had a sternum contusion when Draymond stomped on him, and he got elbowed in the face in Game Six. Th- that's a fact, bro. That eye was ugly. It was. It looked, looked nasty. What did the what, what what? I had no idea about the thumb. Did you? I did a little okay. bit. But what are the excuses? He's been playing it through it since December. I didn't know. Okay, that. so all right. So what are the excuses like halting him from doing in the series? Like, did it halt him from stopping Looney? Well, uh, given given the Warriors' entire defensive game plan, it was to stop the dribble handoff. Yeah, they they literally keyed in on. Him, giving up 10 offensive team. rebounds to yeah, Looney like was... The rebounding was, come bro. on. Like. That, that's tough, but I, I think, to be fair, when we talk about giving up, I use that very lightly. I use it lightly. You know, l- looking at the rebounds, some of them just freaking flew to Looney. The offensive rebounds? So, some of them the just... offensive no, rebounds did no, not no, fly. They no. did not. He's just, bonus is in front of him. He's trying to, he's, he's, he's trying to box him out. Looney's just growing there, there were There were plenty of times where I seen... Looney was... I mean, Sabonis was just tasked with a lot. He... You set a screen on Curry. He has to play the screen. We knew that, though. He has to go back to recover on Looney. And now That's playing the Warriors. Yes, but Sabonis is tasked with a lot, and he still averaged 11 rebounds in his series. Wow. He averaged 17, 11, and 5. He was at 19, 12, it, and 7 in bro, regular season. It got so bad to a point that Sabonis was face-guarding Looney on a box out on the defensive end of the ball. I mean, of course. You, want, you don't want to you, you give up those rebounds, but... He got called for a foul. I think given 
Sabonis's injuries, which I don't use as too much of an excuse, mm-hmm. and also how you have to guard the Warriors, there it was more prone for Looney to get more rebounds. He shouldn't have got dominated like that, but no. to act like his entire track record in the season goes out like the window because of this offensive rebounds. ridiculous. No, definitely not. And I think well, we're people, talking we're talking about a Kings team who took the Warriors to seven games, mm-hmm. and had the Kings won this series, which it was very possible they could have. We're not having the same conversation. Harrison Barnes, man. Yeah. We're going to look back on this on this series. <laughs> man, listen. It's just winning bias, and that's why I hate winning bias. To be so fair, Sabonis has to develop a jumper, a mid-range he jumper, does. which he did not take that's at all. That's a fair criticism. Don't say it all. Every, Don't he, say every it once all. in a while, he, he would pop it. He t- but Looney was leaving him, was pretty he much leaving him. He was series. begging him to take yeah, the shot. Begging him to take it. That's, that's not a thumb thing. That's his fault. That's, uh, we can't use that he as took injuries. He 14 this series, shot 43% on those shots. It's not bad. It's not great. They're only idea. fourteen. That's twelve. But it's games. also it's also you think about it. It's like if you're a Sabonis, I understand they're giving me this space. But given how this offense is ran, we're not a mid range shooting team. Mid range shots are inefficient if you're they're not at them. least a fifty percent shooter from mid range. Do do I take this mid range shot and sabotage our offense every possession down, or do I just keep playing within the rhythm? You have to adjust though. You have to make the defense. You have to keep the defense honest. If you're open, you're open. Man. And there's a lot of times when Sabonis was was, was getting in, in the post, he was causing offensive but fouls. Listen, I, he wasn't being able to get to the rack. I agree. If you're open, you're open. But you're the, close that, to the that same logic is what led Dylan Brooks to shooting a ton of shots for the Grizzlies and shooting them out but of behind games. the arc. Behind the arc. He's on the elbow, either elbow. Is that the free Come throw on. Right? Let it go. You can't, ex- you can't excuse that, Joel. You can't. The rebounding, he was he great. He has to develop. I see uh, the smirk on your he face. Has, you know it's true. Sabonis has to develop a mid-range jump shot, a more consistent one. I for agree. sure. But that's where he goes back into the offseason. He develops that. He's yeah. only 26 years oh, old. Oh, listen, I, I still trust that, that Sabonis can get it right. I'm definitely I, I not one of these guys that thinks Sabonis is automatically a scrub yeah. now, but I, he got outplayed bad. This series, I don't think he was a cone on defense. I thought no, no, no. He was no. solid he, he, on very defense. Very good. Very good. He, he was, was solid he was on defense. He was the best he could be. You know, and it's just on the Kings to add more talent to this team. That's what I think it is. We'll talk about it more though. This from Zach Preeb. Curry is top three all time now. Uh, we don't know about top all three all time. Interesting. People are pushing Magic. Uh, he also magic. said, Joel, who we'll should our Kings that. go after this off season? Well, sneak peek. I think the prize of the off season should be Kyle Kuzma. Okay. Okay, I think OG Ananobi probably gets moved. That he's, would be intriguing. He's a trade guy, though. I'm yeah. talking about oh, who, just who they can sign. Free agent signings? Who they can sign. I think Kyle Kuzma's one of those guys. Okay. Wing defender can give you 18 a night. Another offensive creator. I think that's what they lack this series. Got it. Quattro goes, talk that talk. We have never switched on the Warriors, and which role players should see a bigger role this series for the dubs? The Kaminga. Kaminga. That definitely made sense. Kaminga. And Moody. I would love to see Moody more, man. He was really That means good. that Jordan Poole's going to have to sit on the bench a little bit. No. A little bit. Not even close. So what would that lineup be? Well, you have the starters, Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Dre, Looney, and then you have Poole, Kaminga, Moody. But that's what I'm saying. How many minutes? Well, well what about GP? GP's also coming. That's four. You sit Dante. Facts. Okay. So you sit Dante. All right. There's from Josh Boateng. Like the beam, like the blunt, Joel. I didn't even realize you took the jersey off. He said F oh, like shit. the beam. I was hot. Oh, it yeah, was I didn't very even realize hot. that either. I was very warm. Very warm. He said <laughs> He's wearing F a Kobe like the Bryant beam. Lakers uh Dodgers shirt and bro didn't pick the Lakers. Come on, bro. This from Santos, day forty seven, waiting for my curry jersey, Drew. I'll tell you what, we folded, Riv, because we forgot to announce our bet. And now I had I had some revisions to it. Let me know what you think. So obviously 
I did Bro lose. Bro has the, revisions to a bet he lost. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was about to about to go through it. So I lost the bet to you about regular season. Who would have the better regular season record? Although we did have the better regular season record against y'all, that didn't mean nothing in the grand scheme of things. As we were what a game behind you guys, a game and a half. One of the two. It definitely wasn't two. Uh, it may have been two, and I could be embarrassing myself. Regardless, um, the double or nothing. Now, here's what I'm willing to propose to you. The double or nothing would mean, yes, you would still get your Steph Curry jersey. But let's have a little fun here. If the Warriors win, I wear a Steph Curry jersey. Do you have a Warriors hat? Of course. I'll wear the Warriors hat if we lose the series. If for the whole next series. No, just for the next episode. No, no, no. Just no, like no. as a you, troll. If you add caveats, I'm no, going to add not. caveats. It's just <laughs> one have, episode. You have to wear. Keep, keep finishing. Keep All finishing. right. And then if the Lakers lose, obviously no financial gain. You would just have to wear my LeBron jersey and my LeBron. Okay. So I'm adding, ca- I'm adding a caveat. Whoever loses has to wear the opposite jersey for a full series that the other team is playing. If you really want to do that, I'm cool with if it. If you want to make it fun, let's make it fun. All right. Done. Deal. Yeah, deal. deal. You're going to be fucking sick when you have to put that Warriors mm-hmm. hat on every game. Well, don't lose. I'm confident in my voice. I didn't hear the confidence in your voice while you were giving I'm your, humble. It's I'm been, humble, it took, too. It took a long time to I've, get here. If you're telling me I haven't been humble all season long, you're out of your damn mind. But it's been, it took a long road woes. Steph missing 30 games. Wiggins hurt. You, you got were 2 two and 10. Family issues. I had you guys tell me we're the 13th seed. You were the 13th seed. Do you want me to go seed. through it? Do you want but, me to, but, but, right, how do you always we bring that up like you weren't the 13th seed? Then we were playing t- because you guys were making fun of us. Because you it. were legitimately the 13th seed. But you seed. never saw the vision. You didn't. I did. You were just optimistic. Just seen you had vision. Westbrook. You didn't know a vision. The vision was I, not. I was one there. of the few that still trusted the. You wasn't going to be. You wasn't going to be this no, in, no. with Westbrook. But then I still respected the moves after the trade deadline, and a lot of you guys said, "Ah, these moves aren't moving me." Uh, I don't remember saying that. I, I think, thought we all. I thought we were all like, "Those are good moves." Yeah. Well, because anything would have been better than having Russ in this lineup. Yeah. You guys never envisioned this. Are we no. not adding Jordan to the to the bet? Huh? Michael Jordan. What about him? If you win, he he says Michael Jordan is the goat. You don't want to add that caveat. No, 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 no. He doesn't need. You to want do to keep that. it strictly Warriors and Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's nothing's gonna change his mind. LeBron's the goat for him. Come on, yeah. What are we Michael doing Jeffrey here? Jordan. You saw the movie? It's the greatest. Not yet. I want to watch it really badly. What movie? His uh, Airness. His Airness. Yeah. I saw Evil Dead Rise. That was a good movie. I need to see that. I haven't seen a good scary movie in a minute, man. It's a good scary movie. This from Northside Hero. Still praying on the Lakers' downfall. Good. Respect I appreciate it. It's a man. I can respect it. Ezekiel Alba. Should the Kings move on from Barnes? I know Sacramento said they would keep him, but dude was mid. I I do think if there is a better option, they should move on from Harrison Barnes. Yeah, they need wings. Are we still going to talk about that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Moving on to the Sacramento Kings. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care that they lost. Because this was a successful season. 48 and 34, third seed in the West. Nobody saw it coming. Ended a 16-year playoff drought. Fox and Sabonis All-Stars. Keegan Murray set the rookie record for most threes made as a rookie. They lost to the Warriors in seven games. They lost to the defending NBA champions in seven games. Fox had the second most total points in a playoff debut series only behind LeBron. I understand Kevon Looney was amazing. He led all teams in rebounding the last five games of this series and had three 20-rebound games. He dared Sabonis to shoot, and Sabonis wasn't willing to shoot it often enough. I mentioned it earlier, but the problem with taking consi- the problem with taking mid-range jump shots consistently in a series is that you're at odds with the numbers. Unless you're hitting mid-range jump shots at a clip that's above 50%, then... It's not efficient enough. 
and you'd rather an open three-point look or a cut and a, and a shot at the basket. So I think Sabonis just didn't want to sabotage the offense. And that that's where it lies, the internal improvements. I think with Sabonis, he has to develop a jump shot in, in the offseason. This year, he wasn't that bad. He, he shot 46% on mid-range shots on 76 attempts in the regular season, which is not an attempt a game. Yeah. So I think that in the offseason, it should be a point of emphasis to take more outside jump shots, have more post moves. But all in all, you average 16, 11, and 5 in the playoffs, shoot 50% from the field, and the Warriors keyed in on Sabonis as part of the offensive system that is the Kings. Fox went crazy. He he needs his respect, and they didn't have an answer for him. But they were actively trying to stop Sabonis, and they, they had better personnel to stop Sabonis. They had Looney. They had Draymond. And I thought Sabonis still played an all-right series. He wasn't all-world, but he was all right. I think the biggest issues with their loss was Kevin Herter shooting 20% from three. Terrible. Harrison Barnes shooting 25% from three. He had four points in game seven. Gross. And I think after the game five miss, his confidence was so shattered that Mike Brown didn't play him above 15 minutes again for the rest of the two games remaining in the, in the playoff series. Only two players for the Kings shot over 35% in this playoff series. That was Terrence Davis and Keegan Murray. And, facts. and Terrence Davis, he came on to the series late. It wasn't even like he played the entire series. It's all about how you frame these things. And despite the Kings shooting 30% from, from three as a team, Sabonis being a complete liability defensively and offensively and getting dominated by Looney, which is how some people frame it, the Kings lost in seven against the defending champions. All these things went wrong. Sabonis was this complete liability, no show, and they lost in seven games. To be fair, the Warriors really didn't look that good. Here we go. The Warriors didn't look that good, and that's why I don't want to sit here and say, you know what, hey, took them seven. That's a feat in and of themselves. The Warriors were not the Warriors that we were expecting going into this series. Let's be completely honest. Did you think the Warriors were going to play this poorly? Neither team played. Anyone? Ex- I. That's what I'm saying. Well, neither team hit the three ball well. I'll it, say that's that. that's really I what thought, it is. I, I honestly don't feel that way. I think that this was amazing basketball. I think both teams ex- executed at a high level. They may have not hit their shots, but both teams yep. executed at a high level. And that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody wants to frame this as a disaster series for the Kings. It was. At least outside of Kings fans, Uh like, oh, Sabonis is, he's, you can't play him in the playoffs. No, people love absolutes. People love it. Sabonis, you can't play him in the playoffs, although he played 35 minutes per game and they they lost in seven games. It's not not like they got swept and Sabonis was averaging 10 points out there. He still was 17, 11, and 5, which they're good numbers. But the big, the biggest need is a wing. I mean, Harrison Easily. Barnes Easily. just wasn't good this series. No. He had a, one or two good games. And the Warriors knew he wouldn't be good. And they're free agents. You have Harrison Barnes, Terrence Davis, Trey Lyles, Alex Len, Della Vadova, Chemezi Metu. I, I think the only one I'm prioritizing bringing back, I think, would be Trey Lyles. Okay. I like Trey Lyles a lot. Yep. But there are three major needs, and I thought in the series it was apparent, was you need a wing defender and an offense creator. Because outside of De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, they don't have another offensive creator. Malik Kevin Herter isn't that. Malik, Malik Monk, Monk off the bench. I'm talking Turned more starters. Harrison Barnes isn't that. And we know that Keegan Murray, maybe he can develop into that. But as of right now, he's not that. So for that need, I think a couple players fit the bill. Kyle Kuzma would be the dream scenario. And I think Kyle Kuzma proved in the Lakers championship run in 2020 that 
he is a good defender and can be a great defender within a playoff run. And he's developed his offensive game. Jeremy Grant is another player that can help this team that I think would be a boost to them offensively and defensively. And Kelly Oubre would give them a spark on offense. Okay. I think they need proven shooting because the lights were a little bit too bright for Kevin Herter and historically has not been consistent as a shooter in the playoffs. I think he led the team in blocks. If you see what this team had accomplished this season, are you willing to move the three first-round picks for OG Ananobi? No. No. I thought it was protected. I'm sure they have picks. They what? Oh well, facts the, with the trade with uh, uh, the Pacers. Facts. Yeah, yeah. I think three first rounds for OGs too much. Okay, Would I think you, one in a second, a first and well, a second. Wasn't the I deal three, three first rounds earlier this That's season? That's what the noise was, but I wouldn't personally. Okay, do that so either. all right, let's say, are you trading two to three first round picks for OG on Anobi? No, I wouldn't trade. Even two though either. that's the two the piece that you look at, world. I don't think you that's need, a championship mover. He would significantly yeah. improve their defense. Not that he's a he's a creator of offense, but he can but still not, give you they, seventeen they to need, twenty points a game. They still need somebody at the rim. They do need they do need big, and depth. they need more than just OG. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's gonna come through development too. But I'm gonna let you. That's what I'm saying. Keegan Murray. That's what you mentioned. Are, were you finished speaking? I no, not yet. Okay, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Do your thing. Proven shooting too. I would like Seth Curry on this team. I, I think they need a player. A Are you just gonna go though. through our ability? Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, I think they need a player who can shoot well when, when the lights are the brightest. And I, I trust Seth Curry. He's been in the playoffs before. Just defensively. Tory Craig can be an option, too. He's a free agent go. in the offseason. And then it's big depth. I think Facts. what the series revealed to me is that Sabonis is the only good rebounder on the Kings. Everybody else isn't a very good rebounder. And when you have somebody like Sabonis who has to rotate over to Wiggins drives or Clay drives and guard Steph on screens – it makes it more susceptible for offensive rebounds to be had and for him to miss out on those opportunities. Somebody mentioned the possibility of Christian Wood. I'm not sure if Christian Wood is, your Lakers. If, is, is appealing to me because I like his offense. I think defensively he has some untapped potential that he he showed with the Mavericks, but we'll see if he, if Mike Brown could get him on track and get him to play and win in basketball. That's your question. What was that meme? That you sent me when that I showed you the Lakers. That was hilarious. The monkey one? Oh, the, the dog one? No, I thought it was a dog. Yeah, it was, oh, a it do- oh, it was yeah, like it a dog a and then another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just saw it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. That was a good um, one. I, just, I like the response. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just saw it somewhere and then I just yeah, sent it. Ratioed, bro. Oh, you guys asked? <laughs> of course. Okay. Both tweets. That's why I usually I want to keep out of it. The Drewski one? What are you talking about? When they try to race each other, like just. Yeah, sorry, kid. I'm like a heater right now. That was a good comeback. Yeah. I think the last person I ratioed was Joel. You, you try to ratio me, but it just doesn't yeah. work out. I've yeah. ratioed you before. Maybe once, maybe. I ratio him the most. I always uh, catch no. him lacking. All of us yeah. ratio him yeah. because <laughs> it's just Twitter, just whatever. They have a vendetta against Joel. That's not yeah. true. My tweet got a thousand likes on your body. Oh, no. no, no that's, oh, not a, that's not a ratio. It's not a ratio. It's not a ratio. It's, it's a one? body bag. It was, no, the, he, the jig he, is he, up one? Yeah, he cooked me in that, but one time. But he, you got the get back. Yeah, he he you posted get back. No, no, he posted his me. get back got two hundred likes compared to my he, thousand. He won. It doesn't matter. Nah. It's, some, it's about the likes on Twitter. No, but though. you didn't. That's not. Uh, one time he Social posted media, something, guys. and I posted something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is about the likes on Twitter. Ultimately, a ratio is the ratio me though. Even even if you cut it in half, like you get like four hundred. It's still more than his. Oh no no no! No, he did body. He bodied him, but then he ultimately ethered him because they won. But also, yours wasn't a ratio because you didn't like quote any of his. I'll be honest. If you would have just a regular picture of you giving him the finger, I think. Well, you what? 
Huh? Maybe you ask someone, someone that doesn't that doesn't. No, I didn't ask him. No, he was in the tweet though. You burned me. But there's a few times I'll ratio you back. I honestly, Riv, you're the easiest one to ratio at this table. You have the most L's of ratios here. Nah, we can count them up. We can. I definitely. I cook you. No, you do not. I've ratioed everybody at this table. Dell's what. The reason why Dells gets ratios because well. Dells be having the witty responses. I've ratioed Dells before though. I've ratioed you. Yeah. Nah, Dells definitely we, we has you. Has you. He's gentleman sweeping. No, we right only oh, we shit. only won one. We've never. We don't really acknowledge each other on Twitter. Honestly, I don't remember what it was. Yeah. It's just I cooked him. But back to the Kings, the big man options outside of Christian Wood, Yaka Perto and Nas Reed would be some good additions to this team. I think. Both of them. For a lot. I think we're saying we're gonna say Nas Reed to damn near every team in the league this offseason. Yaka Perto's cool. Yaka Perto gives him rim protection. You know, not the. Offense creation or whatever, but yeah. I think they just need another big to rebound the ball, wing depth, and, and offense. Spell the bonus, scoring. yeah. yeah. I'll sure. go. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah, I'll do we're that. gonna have. I mean, listen, we're all gonna say essentially the same thing. Oh, me and Joello agree to disagree on the Sabonis thing. Um, I do think in do terms fried. No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Jesus, why the fuck did I jump to the end? Because uh, that was his whole point. No, he, no, I, I disagree to, to the way he's looking at it. I do think if you're an all star and you play below your standards, you did not have a good series. I do think even though he looked all right, box score watching defensively, he was okay, but offensively, he couldn't find much rhythm. You know, he was good in transition, but when he tried to post up Looney, it was tough. Sometimes he had the mid-range over. He took a floater, it hit the front of the rim. And yeah, and to looked- emphasize that too, a lot of his production last, last night's game, excuse me, two nights Towards ago, whatever end. it was, yeah. was in the beginning of the game. I think he had his he, first yeah. half. He went the entire third quarter, no points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, and I think like him opening up his game uh, defensively, he'll never be this great, great, great defender. Maybe the effort would be there, but he might not. But offensively, opening up your game more opens up this offense more. I do think this offense has a little bit more potential than the Golden State offense in the sense of with Looney. And Sabonis, you know, Looney's usually the guy that's doing dribble handoffs or Draymond. Sabonis has a little bit more offense than both of them, and he has a little bit more untapped potential. So if he can open up his game, this creates multiple, multiple, multiple opportunities for this team to open up the game more. Um, Keegan Murray got it going late. You know, first four games he wasn't that good, but five, six, seven, he got it going. Defensively, he was inconsistent, though. He needs to definitely work on his foot speed. He needs to work on his concentration. That's important for him, especially – as a wing, you need to be a really good defender in this league. Um, Fox and Monk were amazing. Monk is a little erratic with the shot sometimes, but for a player like him, for that's fine. Did, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Herter, Real. he probably was gassed, chasing Steph and Clay all fucking day. Probably couldn't hit his shots, but he has to just become better. He was getting a lot of open looks. You have to be able to make those looks. Barnes was dog shit. We don't have to talk too much about him. We can just move on from that. He had a couple highlight Respect. dunks, but... No, I will never respect after what he did in 2016. <laughs> I'm understand. sorry. You saw oh. he didn't invite Draymond to his wedding, right? Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. He invited everybody else but Dre. Did you Dre. say that Draymond said he lost respect for Sabonis? For not I, shaking I ignored his that. Hand? That was also I, I, I not Draymond's. Bro's eye is fucked up. He probably wants to go lay down, bro. His yeah, eyes fucked up. His body's hurt. <laughs> he probably just wants to go home, bro. Go to his family. Um, I do agree, though. I think more wings, definitely a backup bid. This team doesn't need much. Nah. From free agency. This team just needs a good amount of development. You got your coach. I do think Mike Brown fucked up in that game seven. I do think game seven, you've, you notice in the first half, nobody but Steph gets it going. I would have liked to see you trap Steph more, double Steph more. Let the other guys beat you. They don't got it going. Clay doesn't have it going. Poole doesn't have it going. We can change your game plan, change your offense. I do 
understand Davis over Mitchell to a degree, but Mitchell was giving – he was your best defender on Steph, him and Fox. Davis was getting torched, but he was giving you those Ten threes shots, back. Yeah. So I guess she was being okay with it. But I would have loved to see him adjust and just say, fuck it. Everybody else is going to beat us, but not Steph. But he kind of just left Steph, go one-on-one, ISO, whatever. That's fine. Um, that's a learning adjustment. He'll figure that out. But just wings, you know, a backup big development. They're bringing in another guy this year, probably in the late first round. So that's 24th pick. Yep, that's pretty good. They can probably get somebody good there and just keep on developing this core. I think Sabonis is locked up for another year. They'll probably extend them. Fox is locked up for three to four yep. more years. They got Davion. Their core is locked up. They got Keegan on a rookie deal. So that's really, really good. And you just want to keep growing from this, you know. You, you, you might not ever get a second chance at this, but you know now this team has put the league on notice. You have to continue to improve. You cannot do what the Hawks did, bring everybody back and say we're not going to do anything. You cannot do to a degree what the uh, Grizzlies did. We're just going to bring everybody back, not make adjustments. You have to make adjustments pretty much almost every year, even if you win a chip sometimes, because you have to maintain the group. You have to continue to get better at every level because there's always something you can get better at. So definitely wings, defensive wings that can defend and shoot the three is important, but also create for himself. I like Tory Craig, but I like a wing who can kind of get to the rack. Like Trey Lyles was able to do that to a degree. Keegan Murray a little bit show flashed. I like something like that in this form of just a spot up shooter because if they get cold and they're sitting in the corner for too long, they start to miss shots, and you can see that it starts to hinder the game. So um, I don't look at this season as a failure. Like, like and we talked about this last episode. Certain teams have a different level of expectations. And this team was just to get to the playoffs for the first time in 16 to 17 years. They did it. They took the defending champs to seven. That's your success right there. You had an amazing season. You finished third in the West. You went to seven. Elite season. De'Aaron Fox, he won clutch player of the year. One of one or two of the guys are going to make All-NBA. They both made the All-Star game. Mike Brown won coach of the year. This was nothing short of a successful season. Now next year your expectations get higher, and now it's like second round. Like I look at the Grizzlies that they failed this year. That's a team that I look at second seed. You didn't get to the second round. I look at this season as a failure. But for the Kings, successful, great season. I slept on them heavy. Should've I would take I, I would take my L in that one. I slept on them heavy. But in you're too early. In the end, I'm Pace always is bonus sure. is my guy though. Yeah. I can always have in the that. end. I'm always bright. When I'm right. <laughs> the jig is up. The jig, the jig is jig fucking is up. up. <laughs> and now, up now, now that the young pups are out of the round, the old men can finally play in the West and the real champs can get to real level playing basketball. But shout out to the Kings. You guys, you didn't scare me, but you scared a lot of Warriors uh, fans. You, know, you he, said your he, stomach was hurting for days. It always hurts when we lose. Okay. We can lose to the horn matter. that shit hurts. Nah, I'll be honest. Yeah. I, I like that. I'll be honest. After you guys lost game six, I thought it was Beans game seven. I remember we lost to the Pistons. My stomach hurt. Okay. It was. It was. You, you're still cursed for a regular season game. Yeah. Bugs. Can we lose a nah, shit like that? The, yeah, the nah, it's, it's the way. It's the way you lose. Yeah, but in 82 you know, games, it's just the playoffs that really. This is off going. topic, but I think, and this has nothing to do with the Kings. Crying. But I'm thinking about a player and Derek Lively. I think he's gonna go to the Mavericks. I think the Mavericks are gonna draft him. That early. Sheesh. I think that's what they need. I think that's your early. Needs help. Derek Lively. Where did that come from? No, I was just thinking it because he would be well, a good addition to the Kings. Well, you know he doesn't listen to us when No, talk. no, absolutely so no. That's why I'm wondering. At 10? You know, I, I think for the Kings, he'd be a good addition. Oh, for the Kings, yeah. Like, uh, if he falls to the Kings, I don't yeah. think he'll fall that far, though. If, if the Mavericks don't get him, he'll fall. Because what do the Mavs need, really? Jesus Christ. Another a lot. Is there a, a wing? Is there a guard or wing that is, is worthy of drafting that high? Lively isn't worthy of drafting that high either, though. But you can bank on him, and they offer that center that they, that they need. Can't the Mavs finesse? In the lottery? They could trade they that could, pick. Yeah, they can move up. 
Because they're projected 10. That's what I'm saying. They could also get, lose yeah, that pick. they are projected 10. That's a fact. They could fall to the I don't think they're losing no more. Can they? No. If it's out of the top 10, I thought it goes to the Knicks. Yeah. It does. I'm not sure if they... It they have a high chance the of getting 10. the top 10, though. Yeah. yeah. But they can, you know... So, just not to reiterate, I agree. They need wing depth. That was evident that... That's exactly what they needed in this Warriors series that might have given them that extra that extra push to get past the Warriors. Harder and and Barnes were no shows, unfortunately. And I'm sure Warrior, uh, excuse me, Kings fans are, are were punching their TV anytime that one of those two decided to chuck up a shot because nine out of ten times you knew the result. But ultimately, again, Riv, what you're saying is facts. I'll say this: in success, there is sometimes still failure. You can still find success while going through failure at times and. Listen, they didn't reach their end goal. Unfortunately, that was a failure in that. But, hey, you're right. They had a ton of success. Making the playoffs was a success in and of itself. Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox were sensational. Uh, Fox being the inaugural clutch player of the year. Fox was amazing. Kings fans can hold their hat, can, can hang their head understanding, understanding that. They have two guys that they could look for towards the future and say, hey, these two guys can get us to the playoffs. And Keegan Murray, you mentioned someone that can, they need someone else that can create. I think that Keegan can can continue continue to progress, not just become a, a three-point spot-up shooter. We saw it a little bit in games five, six, and seven that he was being a little bit more comfortable with the screen, with the pick and rolls, with Sabonis. That's where we really started to see Keegan really get it going. But I think that he can continue to progress and him be that, that third and fourth option for them in that regard, depending on what they decide to do with Monk also. But, yeah, it's just a matter of adding shooting, adding depth, and in both in both positions, not just the wing, but of course at the big, you can't have Sabonis being the lone big out there. He's gonna get he's gonna get killed. He's gonna get exhausted. You need more rim protection on top of that, also. But again, successful season just didn't reach their end goal. For sure, like we said, the Bucks failed. Giannis doesn't want to admit it. The Bucks fucking failed. Um, the Grizzlies to an extent too, fucking but bum. you know they had some injuries that didn't go their way. Still, second seed, you failed. Uh, you the might fail tonight. Uh, we could. We never know. Seven game series. Uh, like what I tell you in the car. You did. I hope you lose the series. Because yeah. if you lose the series, I might literally never stop texting you. <laughs> I'll block your number. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for this Kings team, yeah, I mean, you guys all said it's success. Even even if you didn't take the Warriors to seven, the fact that you got to the playoffs, the fact you got to the three seed, completely reset the culture. Mike Brown, coach of the year. I mean, everything that we said, I think, before the series, I said everything that could have gone right for the Kings this year did go right. And that's not saying that it can't be replicated next year. That just goes to show this front office finally making good moves, made the right move at head coach. The Halliburton trade got ridiculed for it, but Sabonis turned into a great player. Keegan Murray showed you great, uh, you know, a great playing for a rookie, even though he had some jitters, obviously, in this series. But to close it out, he looked really strong. You guys mentioned just need a wing. I think it's more than anything what you do with Harrison Barnes. He's a free agent. Um, it's a matter of do you resign him, sign and trade, or just look for a straight up upgrade. They have, to my understanding, most of their draft picks, all of their draft picks. Mm-hmm. So if they want to go out and be aggressive and trade multiple first round picks for that wing, we mentioned OG, maybe a guy like Mikael Bridges if the Nets are interested in moving him. They need basically what like damn near the entire league is looking for. You need someone who could create their own shot, shoot the three, and defend, especially on the wing. And you know it's easy to say, Memf- uh, excuse me, Sacramento needs this because the entire league's looking for it. Outside of that. Uh, a backup big could definitely help spell Sabonis. But more than anything, it's just really finding a two-way wing that could come in and upgrade from Harrison Barnes. OG would be an interesting piece, but to rev your point, I don't know if that you know puts you over the hump in your championship contender. But if you take the Warriors to seven games, who's the favorite to come out of the West right now, it can't hurt. With the favorites? There. Oh, we jumped to the favorites? Oh, my God, man. Sweet. I hate being a favorite. So it's going to be, be so awesome when we win. So, Gigi Jackson or Derek Lively? 
I would go D. Wait for who? Or in general? Halves. Lightweight. In general, Gigi. Talk to me. What do these guys do good? Gigi's a good ball handler for his size. Okay. He can move really well. Lively's just a really great defender. Okay. And a, a defensive-minded center. His offense needs work. Can't say, catch Mavs desperately need defense. Paul George to the Grizzlies. You need that? I would come. Clippers are going <laughs> to run it. Clippers <laughs> are going to run it back. I know. But I that happens. Is Jaron Jackson out of there? No, send fucking Bane. Yeah. Did so you see Jaron Jackson sweet? tweet? He's like, Memphis. I think he was just. What did he say? You know, he just got paid, did he, he said not? I'm great. He said, I'm grateful of Memphis. Yeah. Shit. Didn't he just get paid? I don't, I don't oh, know. You can't trade Jaron Jackson. No, you send Bane. Yeah, I'm trying to the Clippers. He said Jackson. Memphis, I'm forever grateful. Yeah. Bain and uh, Dylan Brooks, two first. Go get your PG. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I wouldn't. I don't know if Bain's the first one I look at and think you got to go when Bain really. You have to stop. Was one of the few that turned up from them in the last couple. I'm not of games. gonna lie, Jaron Jackson Jr. on OKC. Fire. Would be different. That would with be OD Chet? with Chet. Facts. Bain is the th- least expendable at the three. Honestly, I trade Chet. Unfortunately. What do you mean by that? Ja, Jaron, Bain. Bain is the most expendable. Yeah, but you don't want to do that. Well, I mean, you can find a better player. You drafted Bain. So. And you could still. Because with, with the new way. You don't want to get rid of at the three. I think they need to stay. Okay. I mean, but you, if you can find. Uh, listen, I know you love Bain. I'm just going to be 100% honest with you. He is sort of expendable. If, if the right he player pops up. He's kind of better than Jaron Jackson in the series. Defensively. Jaron's cool offensively. He was cool. game one. He was fucking nice. Jaron had it. a lot to do. The same way how he said uh, Sabonis, yeah, Jaron had a lot to he do. Did. Now we're making excuses for Jaron, but Sabonis I'm not. Pass. Well, the difference is Sabonis played Looney and Jaron played Anthony Davis. And Jaron can also stretch. Looney and Draymond, you mean? <laughs> AD and LeBron. Really, just yeah, AD and like Wendon Gabriel or whatever. Oh. Hmm. What do you All mean by that? The court, game six. LeBron was really? And Le- again, LeBron's top five in rebounds. Read a book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bane is... Come on. He's good. He's good, yeah. He is good. But, he's, you know. but you're moving Bane before Jaren. Yeah, he played really well games five and six. They fuck around with Ja before Jaren. I'll just be honest with you. Jaren is so important. Nah, but Ja changed the landscape of the franchise. Nah, I'm trolling. But Bane is... Uh, yeah, come on. What are we doing? I just think with the way that contracts are set up now... It allows the three of them to stay on the team a lot longer and allows them leeway other ways. They was going to be able to stay on the team regardless. He has I know. bird rights. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Bane is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, short arms. What do you sniper. think, Bane? Top 60? 60 what? Player in the oh, league? Probably sure, yeah. Top That's, 50? Ah, maybe sure. Top, top 45? Uh, nice. Maybe. 40s, 40s, All right, let's go range. big. Top 35? No. No way. Not even close. 40s is his 35? number. Desmond Bane. Bane. No, no. All right, chance. top 60, Desmond Bane. I'll go as far as say top 50. So not top 45. I think 45. top 45 might be the high. Maybe if I think. I'll have to think. Jordan Poole, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. Okay. Andrew Wiggins is better than Desmond Bain. Okay. That's bad. Why? Because he's like bad. top 50. Andrew Wiggins was an all-star last year. Uh, by the Starter. Because second of the, best player in the finals. Team. Because of overseas. That's your fault. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> 100% your fault. Andrew Wiggins was the second best player every single series you played. Tatum's, Tatum's fault. He was no, just, Looney was the second best player in uh, Dallas. The Dallas series? Yeah. Yeah. But nah, Wiggins was playing defense on Luka. Yeah, but Luka still was averaging like 35. This Luka. Looney, Looney was just... On, uh, what was his efficiency? Was it good? I'm blanking. It never really is great. It really is never Tyrese great. Maxi or doesn't Ben? For the I like Ben. I'll go I mean, Bain. I like Maxi. I'm I, so sorry. But be honest, who's more consistent? It's Ben. Because Ben's a better shooter. Yeah. But Maxi can do a little bit more. He's and defensively, in... who's better? I don't know. Bane. Just because he's bigger. Is he? Yes, he yeah, is. He's significantly bigger than Max. Oh, you mean like, no, yeah, no. like he's they're the same frame, height? Frame. Yeah, they're like the same height. Bane's a better defender. 
He's a better is, defender. Is it because of the frame? Uh, not he's just not great on ball. He's just not good. But facts. Bain isn't great. He's all right. He's very good. He's all right. Okay. He's very good. Okay, that's fair. I I, I don't look at Bain and be like, oh, you know. I've said that he's been a great three and D player. He's expanded now as an offensive player. Okay. Yeah. I apologize. Thank you. Put some respect on his name. Max, he's really good though. He, yes. I'm he's, he's, he's been he's OD. Cooking, yeah. But Bain had his moments. Yes. He did. CJ McCollum or Bain. I'm going to point, Bain. I might go Bain. CJ unfortunately is he's losing fans. Was he, all right, but he was injured this season. We'll be better next year. I Josh agree. Giddy or Bain. Damn it. That's a tough question. No I have to giddy. see. No, no, no. But no bad giddy, giddy or mm. little arms Bain. <laughs> tough question. Uh, giddy could give you more because of playmaking. But what is he gonna? Is he gonna develop as a shooter? Yes, yeah. like Bane's a better shooter, but Giddy's probably He's got a better where else. No, no, I can't I never, say better. I never forget. Better I was off watching the OKC game, and I did. I seen Giddy do twelve in and outs <laughs> to get a bucket. And I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Shit was insane. I'll probably go Giddy. Damn it, and Rich. I don't like Giddy. Yeah, I wish you would have made my decision easier and said Bane. I just think that most most teams have like two to three players. I'll say two players better than Bane on their team. Damn. Most teams? Well, he's third best on his team. Yeah, but if there's 15 teams in these conferences, 30 teams total, that's about 60 players better than him. He would probably be the second best player on the Pacers. He would be the second best. He might be the arguably the okay, so playoff like, teams. So like Bucks, Giannis, Middleton, Drew. Ah, right now, Drew, uh, Drew ain't looking too good. <laughs> Drew ain't looking too good. Right? Middleton, Drew ain't, uh, Middleton, too. Now, Middleton was offensively. He was really good against but the still, Heat. So with his age, would he was Bain pretty go on to the Heat season. and be their second best player? Not over Bam. I think I think I will okay. still put Bam. All right. I think right. Bam has the same argument as Jaron over uh Bam. Knicks. Randall's better. Randall and Brunson. Are we need to see Randall be Randall from regular season to the playoffs. Listen, Randall does. Randall, I probably would go Randall. Still respect yeah, 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 Randall facts, does more. Facts, facts. So Sixers, Harden, and Embiid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cavaliers, Mitchell and Garland. Okay. Nets, Mikel. That's really so. Good. He'd be the second best there. Yeah. Yes, he would. Hawks, Dejounte, and Trey. Uh, I might lean Bane over DeJounte. DeJounte had a really good series against Celtics. Never mind. I lied. I'm sticking with DeJounte. It'll be close, but yeah, I'd probably go DeJounte. Raptors is just Pascal. He would, uh, Is he better Scotty. than Fred? Yes. He's better than your boy Scotty. All right, he is. He is. Yeah, he's better than Scotty. Better than all them bumps. <laughs> Wait the till Scotty year three. Levine, DeMar. Full <laughs> year five and Scotty year Cooked. three. That's clean. Pacers, Halley. He'd, he'd go to the he'd, he'd be the second best on, that's what I was saying, the Pacers. He'd be the second best on the Hornets. He'd be the second best on the Pistons. Look at the teams you're naming, by yeah, I know, but he's saying, he said, he said, he said every team. On, what about the Wizards, Beal and KP? I think Beal is better than uh, yeah, 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 yeah. KP. That's a really good Would you go Bane or Kuz? Bane. That's nasty, but I think I would go Bane, too. I would go Bane. Nasty is obviously way, way different. Are you uh, are you banking on Paolo and Franz better than Bane? Fuck. Yes. Paolo's already better. I, Paolo, I, would, yeah, take I would take Paolo. Is Franz better than Bane? Franz I don't will know. Be. Will, I think he, will, he be. will be. But I think right now, if you're telling me right now, Bane would be second best, but I think Franz will definitely be better. Hornets is just LaMelo. Easily, I'd say yes. Pistons have nobody. Rockets, yeah. he, shit, you could argue he could be the best. Nuggets, it's, is MPJ better than Bane? Nah. I don't think so. Uh, Murray is. I don't Murray know. Is. Yeah, but I, I think you, I would say Bane over MPJ. No, I don't know. MPJ is amazing. He is. I'm being strong I'll, in my I'll word. Amazing. I'll, I'll go, I'll go Bane. Yeah, yeah. I think Murray's better. I'll, yeah, I think yeah, Bane. Yeah, I'll go Jamal. more than then MPJ. Kings. It's Sabonis and Fox. Role. Yeah. Suns. It's KD. D book. Yeah. yeah. That's Although unfair, if Bane was on the Kings, he'd fit nicely. Perfectly. Perfectly. Clippers. It's Kawhi and PG and Westbrook. 
Warriors, it's Steph. Is Clay better than Desmond? Dane? Respect Clay. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah, because the internet would hate me if I said otherwise. <laughs> and then Wiggins, too, right? Yes. Yeah, Wiggins facts. Then the Lakers, LeBron, AD. fucked. Yeah. I'll be honest, Bane's fucked. Yeah. Timberwolves. Championship team. No wrong with that. Timberwolves, Edwards, and Cat. Uh-huh. Pelicans, Zion, B.I. Yeah. Thunder, SGA. I'm having a good time with this. That's debatable. Thunder's debatable, but I can hear you out if you're say, if you're taking Giddy. I would just say SGA is the, the yeah, only yeah. one. And Houston, yeah. he's better than all of them. Every single one. He would be mm-hmm. the best player on the Rockets. Mavericks, Detroit. it's Luka and Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, got it. Kyrie, TBD. Jazz, it's Laurie Markkinen. That's it. Yes, he could be the second best player on the would Jazz. You, would you rather uh, Colin Sexton or Bain moving forward or Walker Kessler? That's a wild That's answer. so that's weird. A, it's a hard <laughs> Yeah, that's a wild question. I'm going to pass on answering that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm not answering Offensively, it's Bane. The only one, it's, it's only Lori, right? Yeah. Yeah, Lori's better. Trailblazers, Dame. He would be number two. Simons? Anthony Simons. That's your, oh, yes, sure. Sharp, sharp year two. Sharp year two clears. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking that Scotty jump. No, he's taking what you thought the Scotty was going to do. That's what I'm saying. That's the real. So the Rockets, he's... Simons is close. Rockets, like, Pistons. I think Jalen Green is going to be better than Bane. Okay. But he, he hasn't will been. Be. He will be. He will be. He hasn't Well, been. I think Rockets, he will, Pistons. He will be in year three. This year with the Doka, he's going to be better. Maybe. Rockets, Pistons, he's, Bane's probably the best what player by the default. What about the Spurs, Keldon Johnson? He, be, he arguably would be I like be Devin Vassell more than Keldon. I'll Devin be honest. Devin Vassell is really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, a, you know, if every team basically has yeah, a Bane stinks, bro. Him, yeah. He doesn't he stink. Doesn't stink. Bro, that's our guy. What the fuck? Our what? That's our guy. You and I have become Desmond Bane guys together. You putting me in that is crazy. Bro, we, you're n- you're done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. I don't remember Next that. Topic. I don't remember us agreeing to that. Bro, I'm we? a Jaren and Joffin. Who's number one and two on offense for the for the Grizzlies? Just the, okay, just because we agreed on that does not mean I'm a Desmond Bane fan. I need you to know that. Fuck you. Yeah, no. Don't put me in that. Heat, Knicks, game one recap. All I have to say about this game Here he goes. is that the Knicks continue to shoot poorly from three. Ugly. Bad. Eventually, they have to wake up. And first half to second half, we had 40-plus pain points. Second half, completely cut in half because they just swarmed Brunson and packed the paint because we can't hit a three-point shot. Glad you mentioned that because, honestly, it's a little skewed. They had, like, 22 paint points in the second half. A lot of that was garbage time. Like, eight points was garbage time. Really, the fourth quarter... Is what annoyed me the most. Yeah. Now, all respect to Jimmy Butler. He's a warrior. And after he got injured, him continue to stay in the game uh, took a lot of toughness. The fact that Tip saw that and he saw Butler stay in the game and we did not attack Butler once on offense. Questionable. While I'm seeing him in a corner guarding Josh Hart. Yeah. Like, set a screen, Hart. Come on. Let's get Butler in, in, a, in a motion. Let's get him to defend. Was baffling to me, and then I saw Kyle Lowry and Gabe Vincent completely Shut it go down. crazy. Kyle Lowry, like, what the hell? Gabe Vincent with five threes was insane. Yeah, listen, was listen, a nasty I, game. I, I am willing to bet that that won't happen again, and I think we shoot better. <laughs> yeah, Brunson over seven, twenty percent from three. Brunson might not play next game. Yeah, he's questionable. He's questionable. He'll play. Yeah, Randall's not yeah. playing, right? No, he's questionable. That's TBD also. I think he does play. But even then, that's still tampering. To be honest with you, you need you to win need, this game. You can't go down game. old shoot to Miami. Butler doesn't play there. I, th- I also think yeah. he doesn't play. I think play. winning game one gives you a little leverage there. That's why I think it's a. I don't know if I'm the heat. If I'm the heat, I'm thinking like we gotta get we gotta get every game possible. We ain't shooting like this shit every every game. This game, it was very evident they miss Julius. They just take a lot of threes. They're have to. They're open. They're they're going to collapse on Jimmy. It's you're you're gonna get open shots. It's just first half they didn't make it. Second half they made anything. 
Yeah, he's Robinson dog shit, shit, bro. 75% in the first round. <laughs> I don't care. Mitchell Robinson's dog shit? No, no Duncan. Duncan. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Duncan's dog shit. 75% in the first round is ridiculous. I'll no be honest with you. You're telling me that, and I hear you. I really do. But you don't care? I don't care. He you know who was a dog this game, too? On, like, 18 minutes? Kevin Love. He was fantastic. Bro, too. I think Kyle Lowry's the, uh, the MVP of this game, though. And that's okay. why we need yes. Randall. But that third quarter, where you're saying the fourth quarter upset you... That third quarter was where Kevin Love started to really get it going, making making passes out in transition. But you're, what you're about to say is what I wanted to say. You need Julius Randle because Mitchell Robinson was getting absolutely yeah. torched in a pick and roll. And Mitchell Robinson was up on the, on the perimeter way too much for my liking. And then Bain would roll. Mitchell, he switches, which you probably shouldn't do. And then Bain's getting easy looks down Bain? the stretch. Um, excuse me. Bam. Bam. Mm-hmm. Uh, let her, let her, yeah, come on. You didn't have to do me like that. I just, you kept saying Bam. I was with the hell. Did I say, I, I said I multiple times? Honestly. My bad. No, Bam, Bam, obviously. We just had a whole 20 minute section about Bam. That's yeah, why I said Bain. it. But, uh, yes, Bam was getting some good looks, but then down the stretch, really what was the difference was that fourth quarter where it was close. The, the Knicks were able to still keep it close after a shitty third. The he made shots. The Knicks couldn't. And I saw you tweet about RJ down the stretch. That if RJ Barrett keeps getting looks down the stretch of the game, then the Heat have to be happy. RJ played a really good game. It's just the rest of the guys couldn't make shots. I doubt we see uh, Jalen Brunson go 0 for 7 again. Quickly still needs to get it going. Grimes still needs to get it going from 3. Essentially, everyone needs to get it going. But yeah. really, you need Julius Randle there because you can't have Mitchell Robinson leaving that paint area. His defensive presence and his ability to rebound down low was definitely altered because Julius wasn't there. Although, Obi gave really great minutes. He was shooting the ball very well. His defense was... He took 11 was, threes, man. Yeah. Say that one more time. He took 11 threes. Yeah, but he was what? He hit, what, four of them? Five of them? He hit, like, three. Four of them, right? Four. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, he did his thing. 11 threes but is crazy. No one, all right, listen, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing, but if he's the only one that's making them, fuck it. And if you need so, open, yeah, too. You need, you need someone to shoot I mean, it. They're looking wide open. Yeah, and he's got to take take him. Yeah, I mean he's not that bad. Listen, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is this: is yeah, every open, every RJ Barrett fourth quarter possession was a turnover. It was ugly. Uh, the the RJ yeah, second yeah, half yeah. year because the first half RJ was doing Kill it with him. ease. He had, he was six for seven in the first. The Josh Hartfast breaks got to stop. And then the second half he was four for thirteen in the second fried. half, two for six in the fourth, and they just kept going to RJ and kept trying to get him to you know into the lane and finish at the basket. That shit was not working. And he did a good job. I mean, listen, RJ, you can never close with RJ. Not not close. Like, he could be out on the floor. I think he's proven that these last few games. But you can never run the offense through RJ to close the game. I feel like everyone knows that except Tibbs. I think. Because I don't know why that's the game plan. But you just said you can close with RJ. He's shown that the last couple of games. But I think that is the problem. I think he shows you he can't do it. And then he has these couple games where he shows you he can. And now you're thinking, oh, wait, maybe Four good games well, well, th- maybe he issue. might. This should never be the game plan that RJ's taking six shots in the fourth I quarter, agree. 13 shots in the second half. I, I agree. But that's you're missing you're, Randall. Yeah, but you're Brunson's putting him hobbled. in a bad, bad position. Quickly just has not been, not been anywhere near what he was. Of the year, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's they just Knicks didn't play good. They just didn't play good. The Heat went from not making nothing in the first half to making everything in the second half. Mm-hmm. Jimmy dictated the game. He was great on rebounding the ball, playmaking. Offensively, he was able to get to his spots. Um, the shooters, Vincent, Kyle Lowry was the MVP to me because the way he just took over that fourth he quarter it for sure. was masterful, especially with Jimmy, bad ankle. Kyle, somebody had to step up. It became Kyle Lowry. He was amazing in that fourth quarter, and that's something you got to tip your hat off to. Do you expect it to happen again? Probably not, but can it? They've shown that they can put on miracle-like performances. They did it against the Bucks. 
Now you do it in game one. They were down. They were. The Knicks, it was well, roaring in that building after that first so quarter. Loud. It was oh so God. loud. You were there, man. The I fact was. you haven't even mentioned Stop it is crazy. mentioning it. What? You're upset about yes. it? Yes. Why are you upset? <laughs> He's jealous. He's a jealous, jealous man. I hate everything when you're happy. I'm sorry. Oh, oh that's rude. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> everything. If you want to do the Celtics, <laughs> everything's crazy. So breaking hurt news. my feelings. The Cardinals just declined um, Isaiah Simmons' fifth-year option. It happened like an hour ago. I just saw it right Okay. Right what are we doing? Why is that breaking like, news? Come on. We're having a conversation no, it's here. funny cause, because... Has Becton came out yet? Do we know about Becton yet? I don't know about that. It's funny, though, because we posted a Cardinals TikTok, and then everybody on TikTok is like, Isaiah Simmons is a great player. Yeah. You don't watch football. They're wow. just they're just thinking of him coming out of Clemson because he was supposed like, to be great, and it no, never happened. He's so great that the Cardinals are like, yeah, yeah fuck it. We're not, we're not picking this guy yeah. up. This guy stinks. Come on. We're not petty, man. Only sometimes. What are you saying, Riff? He interrupted me. <laughs> oh, about fucking Isaiah Simmons. Um, You're a Cards fan. Go ahead. Just talk about the K1 next one. K1 fan. Um, Randall Brunson, questionable. That means they're hobbling. Grimes did come back. Looked okay. All right. Yeah, he looked okay. Uh, right. Quickly has not given you the production that you've been no. needing from him. Obi taking 11 threes. I don't care. It's still crazy. I get it. He was he open. Made four? He, has, he has to he take a, four. But 11. Like, maybe cut that to four for nine, four for eight, you Come know? Come on, bro. You take them as you make them. Um, but overall. He's actually the only one that made multiple three-pointers. I understand. The only person. 11 is still wild. RJ in the fourth, relax. You had a good first half. You set the t- you set the tone. Please relax. I, I beg of you, relax. It was uh, getting stripped by, by Kyle. Yeah, it was yeah, no, there was jo- Josh Hart in the really fast breaks. He's just running with no purpose. Those were troubling. Either turnovers or bad shots. You got to relax, Josh Hart. Slow the tempo down. All in all, it was just a bad game from the Knicks. The Heat, I don't know what they can do to, like, get better, if you know what I mean. The like, Heat, you're saying? Yeah. like they Listen, if I'm the Heat, I keep playing this exact same yeah. style of basketball. No, you, can't, you can't do anything else. No, you, have, you, to, but you have to shoot a lot of threes, make a lot. Of, I think this is a game where both teams come out and feel kind of good about it, even though the Knicks lost. Like, you didn't have Randall. Jalen Brunson was bad, 0 for 7 from 3. 20% the game from, you know, team shooting. And then the Heat, like, your role player stepped up. Jimmy Butler didn't have a godlike performance. He had 25 points, and you won a game. It's been a while that we could say the Heat have won a game when Jimmy Butler just didn't absolutely carry. So I feel like both of these teams are going into game two feeling somewhat confident that water will find its level, at least for the Knicks and for the Heat. If you think you're saying, no saying bro, I, I was thinking. Oh, I, I, get, I haven't said it twice, yeah. Bro said um, it like five times this show. <laughs> said it twice, but you said it last podcast. Whenever, 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 whenever a player plays abnormally well, eventually water, water will find, find its level. level. It's facts. Because they're probably not so going to shoot 20%. Murray? He's great. Will Water eventually find his level with him? Um, I mean, I think he'll still be great. Some of the shots he was making in game one were just fucking ridiculous. I don't know if he's going to hit those type of shots. Water's going to find its level. He'll there. have 30 probably, you know? Water will find its level. Water will find its level. <laughs> How are you feeling, though, after that game one? You still feel confident? Next, you said Nixon seven? Uh, I said Nixon six. six. I feel confident, but, I mean, Miami just – I, I hate the heat. I, yeah, I hate I know. the heat. Because they shouldn't be good. No. And it's funny, this, like, switch that Drew has with Miami – Oh, Last year was nothing but disrespect. Uh-huh. Go. Not uh, Jimmy Butler. I know you always thought he was a great player, yeah. but just last year when it came to the Miami Heat's offensive options, every single series we previewed, it was the Heat. Their Am I saying anything stinks. different here? It just, it's just I did pick the Knicks. He did pick the Knicks, but it, I feel like he's giving more respect to their offense now. No, I'm not. I literally said you don't do anything different because that's the way that they've been playing these past this, uh, especially the series against Milwaukee. They carried over into this series against the Knicks. 
They won a game. Why change anything? Listen, I'm, I'm not all... praising them. It's just a simple fact. You have Gabe Vincent hitting five threes, uh, Kevin Love hitting two threes, uh, Kyle Lowry hitting three threes, I believe. I mean, what what is there not to praise when these are guys that should not be doing this but are? You have to give credit where credit is due, which is what I did last year to Miami, although I did I was down on them. At the end of the series, my praise was mostly towards Jimmy because Jimmy was unbelievable and carried. And But I was right. Their offensive players did not show up this series. So far, game one, which is all we have to go off of, Gabe Vincent has been pretty solid last series and game one of this series. And Kevin Love has been is 4-0 since starting in the Heat lineup. Listen, I, I have this Boom Fantasy parlay cooking up right now uh, for this Suns-Nuggets game. On. And I'm gonna I'm gonna place this bet anyway, but I just want to hear your thoughts on on if I should do it or not. Even Go though I'm to gonna do it anyway. Okay. DeAndre in over nine and a half rebounds. Okay. I think he had a bad <laughs> rebound game game one. Usually, Aiden has these stinkers and comes back the next game. So I, I, I'm thinking getting his uh, getting over on those nine and a half rebounds. Jamal Murray under 20, 25 and a half points. I understand he had a outrageous game one. 20, 20, under 26. There's 26. no one that can guard him on the Suns. I'm just thinking the Suns need game two. They're going to do more That's to guard correct. Jamal Murray. I, 26 is a high line. What can they do? You've been the Jamal Murray guy. There's legitimately nothing no, they can I am, do. I, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at Jamal Murray. Now he's Murray's. flipping on Jamal? I'm not, Don't I'm, do this. It's a parlay, man. Come on. It's a parlay. <laughs> I respect that. I respect I do that. respect so, it also. I'm looking at Jamal Murray's playoff stats. 24. 40, 18, 19, 35, 34. Last two games, he's had thir- over 30. He's been OD. And there's nothing they can do. There's literally, what can you do? So Devin he's Bo- had over basically, tw- well, he's go, go, he's go had under. over 26. So you're going to go under? Three, last, <laughs> come on, <laughs> he did it. Come on, bro. 50%, it's, it's it? a 50% chance he goes over. 50% hey, Vegas, goes that's Vegas literally Vegas. Last go. three it is. games, though. I know he's been cooking. I mean, he's been take insane. The, they, they're home, man. bro. Take come yeah. on. Should I just take the threes? Take man? the over, bro. What's they're home. I think it's over three and a half. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. Me either. You never turn your back on your guys. It's I've never. simple. I've no. Come on. Stay in ten with my boys. See, pulling in, smoked out. I'm hit. You've been. And now I can respect you. You're five pool. I love him. You're, even though you're not saying it's gonna happen this year, you're, you're Dude, kind of writing them off this year. Does Chris Paul have 15 points tonight? He was he was surprisingly good last game. Get 14 points. Right. But early, no, not did he have fourteen? He had, I he think had eleven, he, five for eleven. I needed him to go. I needed him to get fourteen. He was good in the first half. He was bad in the second, I guess. Um, how many? Fourteen and a half. Yeah, I'm going under. Damn it! <laughs> trying to cook something up. I don't, I don't know, man. You I'm, don't I'm, got shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep cooking up, man. Right. Let's talk about Jamal Murray. Why you were gonna go over on Chris Paul there? I was thinking about yeah. it. Uh-huh, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I'm just you know thinking. Thinking about all the scenarios that can happen in my head. Mm. You're not a big Chris Paul guy nowadays, so. He's What's freaking 38. Cook up his assist. His assist <laughs> might be like seven, bro. Let if it's see. seven, that's all day. I'll be honest. Chris Paul Over is dog Over eight and a half. He's dog Nine shit. assists. I would still take it. I would still take it. I would still take it. When I say dog shit, it's really just he's not that good anymore. Yeah, I know. You're just extra. You know, Very a little low. over the top. So, Jamal Murray. Right now, I see proving that the bubble wasn't a fluke, Mr. Riv. Mm. <laughs> You want me to start? I can start, bro. No, I'm trying to figure out why he's why you soloed me. Because just went first. you've been calling Jamal Murray a fluke for a while, man. Ooh, uh oh. I don't think I was pretty loud with it this year. Now you wasn't loud with it this year. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like a, a year or two ago. Coming um, up, well, he was real, also real gone of eighteen months, yeah. right? Yeah, fucking <laughs> <laughs> bastard. <laughs> then it wasn't. It was. It must have been before he got hurt. You had eighteen months off of being a Jamal Murray hater. 
Well, this year I didn't haven't said anything about Jamal. Because yeah. regular season he's mid. He was in mid. He's kind of like Jimmy Butler. You know what? That's firm. Can I be honest with you, bro? He was pretty much the exact same player this regular season as he was the year after the bubble. So 20 points, 19 points. Something Great like that. efficiency. Also, I good. wouldn't say mid, but he's good. Yeah, he and just is playoffs, insane he in the turn, playoffs. Turns to a fucking superstar. Yeah. Um, is he the new Jimmy Butler? Well, Jimmy's an all-star in the regular season, so like, he's still that. Yeah. What's your question? Is the this a fluke? Is he proving he's actually a playoff riser? Yeah, it's looking like it. Um, he's been torching the Suns as me and my fellow comrade here, uh, Mr. Andrew Velez, my brother from another mother, oh, predicted. Uh, they have nothing hey, to whoa, do. Whoa, whoa, it's game one. Let's not get it. Come on, bro. Oh, fuck <laughs> that. We're going to talk our shit. We took Denver. I took Denver. Denver. Yeah. yeah. I'm going you Denver took, in you six. You took the Suns, Joel? I took the Suns in seven. Uh, John, who'd you have? Denver. Yeah, he's rooting oh, for Denver. Oh, my bad, yeah. Oh, you like both teams, sorry. No, he said he was rooting for Denver. Facts. Okay. And you're rooting for the Suns? I said Suns in seven, yeah. yeah. L. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here's my parlay. Here we go. I have Murray 20-plus points. Oh, now nah, he's just, Jokic 20-plus. Okay. KD and Booker 25-plus. And A and over nine and a half rebounds. Mm. A and over nine and a half. Nine and a half. You always like to get a little uh, greedy. A Take little the nine and a half out, unless that's sweetening the odds. It's plus four, three, two. Without he had, he had seven rebounds last game. So you think that's not that good. But these these are the versus Clippers. He had 11, 13, 11, and thirteen. Clippers after, don't have eight. Never mind. After Ayan had eight rebounds in the first game, he went. He had 13, 11, 13, 11. Remember the Clippers started playing Terrence small Man ball. Yeah, I'm, think, <laughs> I'm thinking that Ayan's gonna. I think Ayan, it's his time to shine, man. Um, after the whole clap or the whole watching Jokic hit four missed layups, yeah, he's hilarious. Um, yeah, no, Jamal is definitely. Take it out though. He, yeah, take it out, bro. Should I take it out? I like that's the one I like the least. The the nine rebounds for yeah, sure. Yeah. Get it out of there. All right, I'm gonna trust you guys. If he gets ten rebounds, bring you guys door by two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited for that game, bro. Yeah, when is uh, it tomorrow? It's today. Yeah, today. What time? Ten thirty. Ten o'clock. I'm so fucking tired. I don't know if I'm gonna lock in. I well, still got like. Oh my god! <laughs> now nah, your shit, your shit last time was way worse than I that. I got up for that. That was a legendary moment. Sure. I don't give a fuck. That was. Hilarious. I went to sleep at four thirty this morning, and I woke up at eight o'clock. P five. Been locking on the P five. I'll be honest. I was on the MLB. I was trying to beat the fucking Braves, man. I couldn't fucking deal with that. And watch the show. <laughs> no, I'm, no play, I'm in franchise. March Mad- yeah, March October. October. Um, but yeah, yeah. Jamal playoff riser been amazing. The Suns have nothing for him. Um, he was just on him. And in the first quarter, you didn't. He didn't give you the vibe that he might have turned it up. But as the offense started to flow, they started to get in rhythm. This team just has so much continuity and Joker. And Jamal kind of give you that Steph Draymond vibe where their chemistry is so beautiful and it's so cohesive and it's so in the flow that there's like nothing, no defensive scheme can do to stop them. Um, I was wrong on Jamal Murray. You know, he's definitely Casual, a playoff man. riser, playoff superstar. It's very odd that he turns into a playoff superstar. It's like he waits. Did you like, say it was a bum? That's why? I don't think anomaly. I went that far. He went anomaly. Yeah, anomaly. I don't think I called him bum is for the certain guys. I mean, Dog yeah. shit. I didn't call him dog shit. You called AD, you call AD dog shit. I have called AD dog shit. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. eat that. No, he was dog shit. He's better than your favorite player by far. No, but it's not. <laughs> 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 yeah, Jamal never got the dog shit label. Dog shit label is for certain, certain men. More respectable. Yeah. So I'll say this about Jamal. So he has this is obvious bubble tear. He shoots 40%, over 40% from three. He was obviously phenomenal in the bubble. But then the year after... He was better from the year previous in the regular season, was 18 points, then goes up to 21 points, was well more efficient from three. That's really been the X factor of his game now. 
he is a well uh, he is a way better three point shooter than he was earlier in his career. Never was a bad three point shooter per se, but he's only improved as he's gotten older. And he missed 18 months and it allowed people to skew their image of Jamal Murray because in reality, yes, you look at that that regular season the year after the bubble. Jamal Murray was significantly better than the year prior. He was about to ascend into the a new Jamal Murray that we are now seeing again. He was that guy this season, this regular season that he was that year prior to him having the ACL injury. And now in the playoffs, he's showing the world that Jamal Murray is not to be messed with. That is a, a top 10 point guard in the league. And when it comes to the playoffs, Joel, I'm sure we the same, shared the same sentiment, especially now. Jamal Murray is one of the better playoff performers in the game, period, simple. He's been playing amazing, uh, especially against the Sun that simply have no answer for him. I'm looking to Jamal to continue this tear it's going to get ugly for the Suns if they don't figure something out. Maybe some traps. I don't know, but it's going to be hard, especially when you have MPJ who can shoot the ball well. Jokic, who is the best offensive player as a whole. You still have to worry about him, obviously, because it's Jokic, top three player in the world. So the Suns really are going to have to figure it out because defensively right now, they don't have an answer for the Nuggets offense. Uh, you look at Landry Shamit out there. I'm, I'm sure you guys see the clips on Twitter going around. Landry Shamit yeah. trying to guard Jamal Murray. He's got like three feet of space the entire it's time. Food. Listen, I, I don't know why. I really don't know why. Landry Shamit is still getting minutes. Me either. It's, I, I it's think pretty gross. In the Clippers series, it, he can it was shoot. obvious. In the Clippers series, it was obvious <laughs> that he was a negative player for them. Monty stopped playing him as the series went on further. If Cameron Payne is healthy, there's no reason Shamit should be getting minutes over Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne has an argument to be better than Chris Paul right now and to give them more juice than him offensively right now. I think Cameron Payne, the fact that he's not playing, is the disservice. And the only thing that could change the Suns and Nuggets series for me is if Monty starts switching up these rotations. Mm-hmm. I think you need to put up you need to put up different players out there because the bench right now, when KD and D Book are not on the floor. The offense is horrendous. But to talk about Jamal Murray, after Jamal Murray's playoff run in the bubble, I was ready to call him a top five point guard in the league. Mm. You mentioned it. After the bubble, 20, 2021 Sorry. season, come on, Dells, what are you doing? Jalen Brown just hit a 35-foot three. What are you doing? Daddy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Murray averaged 21 points per game and shot 48% from the field and 41% from three. Solid. He was on his way to being an all-star, and I think even this year, he was recovering from his ACL, and the second half of the season, he was averaging 24 a game. I think Jamal Murray is a 24 to 26 point per game scorer, and I think next year in the regular season, we're going to see that on a, on a more consistent basis, and that'll probably be what he finishes, finishes average-wise. But every year in the playoffs, he's gotten better. First playoff run when they took Portland to seven in the second round, he averaged 21 and four. Second playoff run, 27 and seven. And now this playoff run, he's averaging 28-7 and on 61% true shooting. Jamal Murray is one of those guys that turns into a playoff riser. And although he's not an all-star in the regular season, in the playoffs he turns to an all-star, borderline superstar. And if he plays like this, the Nuggets can make the finals and they can win the championship. That's how good he's playing right now. They're going to have to see one of us. Let's get past the Suns first. I'm not fucking moved. I'm not moved. You're not moved? Respectfully. Respectfully. I'll be honest. When it comes to the Nuggets and the WCF matchup. He got to see Vando. That's all I'm going to say. Who? Murray. Oh, okay. That means they beat you. Yeah, I didn't acknowledge it. I think the Lakers. Because he got to see Wiggs. Facts. 
the Lakers are our worst matchup for they the are. Nuggets. They are. If they face Golden State, they're beating you I'm guys. I'm be honest. Mm-hmm. Just like the Kings were. I feel similarly. I feel similarly. That's going to be a dog fight. Yeah, just like the Kings were. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Seven games, buddy. We lost. Seven games. 50 points. Seven games. To be honest, <laughs> not an impressive showing for me on you know it. 50 points. You won. Oh, no. Take I'm the job. Curry. Pushing. Yeah. Curry was OD. Oh, facts. OD. Yeah. I've been there. I've been points. there. Team stinks, but Seven your is the games. Goat. I got it. Denver, I mean, I feel like we have this the same mismatch on either side because the Joker's just going to get torched. Okay. But he's going to torch y'all. Yeah, yeah fact. Not really. I just think, I look at the Lakers and I'm like, wow, it's Anthony Davis on Jokic versus. Oh, I, I agree. But, but it's also. We are the better match. And Nuggets are doing yeah, more yeah, damage yeah. Uh, against pick and roll than the Suns were to Jokic, honestly. Yeah, that, that's because their pick and roll guys are mid. I guess my wording would be. You guys, oh, you guys are a are better def- matchup for them. No, you guys are a better matchup. No, I mean, like, the Nuggets would want to face you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. probably, probably. But we, uh, yeah, yeah, probably, definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm not. Because Anthony Davis, he's going to show the, the world Joker. that he's the best big game. <laughs> I'll be honest, that takes sucks. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That does. It doesn't suck. Yeah, he's not even AD close. at his best is better than Jokic. You, but that, you're so unfair to Joker. It's so insane. Is that infa- unfair to he's say? He's a two-time MVP. Okay, no, he's amazing. One of the all-time greats. Congratulations. Yes, sure. Let that, me means you're, that means you're saying AD's a top three player in the league. Not, uh, at his best, he is. He's Jokic, Giannis, Curry. He's better. <laughs> Listen. Stop. Listen. Stop. I, I want that match. I want that matchup. I want it terribly. What you mean? AD Jokic? versus Jokic. Oh, okay. okay the same okay. way Jaron had his little I mean, moment. I right? def- it's I, levels. It's I, levels. I'm not going to say it's not. I want Jaron the Jackson, DPOY. What did AD do? Show, hey, you're the DPOY. That means nothing. Awards, award. Congrats. Have that. Put that in your showcase. Anthony Davis showed that he's the better defensive player. Now, listen, we got to finish our food. I'll look at the Nuggets series if we get there when we get there. But I'm letting I mean, you know. I mean, you want Denver. I want Phoenix. Do you? I'm winning for yeah, obvious purposes. I want Steph to beat KD one more time. You know, The so. way I'm seeing it is I just, the Suns, I mean, yes, you got to respect KD and Book, but. I'm not worried. I'm not either. All right, so we're good. No, I mean, like, them beating the Nuggets. It has no, to I happen. have Denver winning. Me and, too. Uh, Denver. Spooky. They, that that Joker is aggravating as fuck. Their defense <laughs> is not good. The Phoenix Suns, and then their offense. It's book. It's KD. Rest of the boys. Mid. I mean, yeah, yeah. Denver's a mismatch problem. But for Denver's good. They're good on all sides. Yeah. And defense obviously could be a little bit better. But realistically, this might be the year for Jokic, man. They gotta beat us. They gotta beat that. Maybe. I mean, I'm always I'm always happy for another year of Steph. So we'll see how that goes. You know. But if Joker wins, I would I would be excited for it. I bet you would. Yeah. I bet you would. So what happens if AD beats Jokic? And AD's clearly better in the series, which he was last time they, they matched up in the playoffs. Which was 2020, to be fair. Three years removed. That's unfair, though. because I'm you, asking. You didn't drop Giannis when he I'm wasn't not, better I'm than not, Jimmy Butler. I'm not, oh, well, listen. AD goes on and wins a final. But I know for a fact. If, I'll chat. I know I'm for a fact. That, but that's unfair. I told you that. But I'm saying that's unfair. You're, you're being unfair because AD plays outplays Joker. You will drop the Joker. But I will also drop Giannis. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. You didn't even drop Giannis now. He's still number one. Well, I you. said Steph. St- I, listen, Steph is definitely putting himself <laughs> in that territory. Yeah, yeah. I caught you, bro. You're so unfair but to I'm, Joker. But if AD goes on and beats Jokic, what are you going to say? I'm wondering. Well, it depends on how they play. If AD outplays them, yeah. then mm-hmm. I'll say I'll put AD higher. Is my statement crazy that but AD is the <laughs> best big jumping in the game? Spots. Wow. That's, that's well, you don't have to say that. It, it's just in terms oh, no, of relative basketball player. Wait, hold on, hold on. I, I love this conversation you guys are having, but on a side note, 
Harden has 36 I'm right now. I'm just tired of this. Just Why can't we have dialogue? <laughs> like, Joel, you can Crazy hop in on the dialogue. Off, it was push off. What's he wants right to talk about James Harden. No, because I remember not too long ago, it was like a week ago when Harden was washed and couldn't get to the basket anymore. I just saw him dunk. I just saw him get to the basket and dunk. Who gave that poopy take? Who? Him. I don't know. Who? It was him. The guy we got off camera yeah, because of that shit. Yeah, it was him. He did it, yeah. No comment, John. <laughs> 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 I'm right there. Did he just dunk? Who's guarding him? He actually didn't dunk. He was, dunk. It's, it was... Yeah. What do you mean? He, he dunked. Are you dunk. hating? He, just, he grazed the rim. Yeah, you're hating? He didn't dunk. <laughs> you're hating. He could have dunked. Oh, he just laid Versus it. the Nets. He didn't... Sh- he shot poor. He's cooked. I guess the Nets, he was bad. Let's foul out, Maxie. Let's do this week in the NBA, or Slash, you may have missed it. Uh-huh. Whatever. NBA, NFL. However uh-huh. you want to slice This week. It. What do you want to say? All right, I actually so have one. Do you want to... I have an NFL Go one. ahead. This is uh, for Jersey. So... Um, oh, rebound. Thank you. Sixers and seven, baby. Okay, I like that. I might, I might say these names. I took them on the pod. Go ahead, whenever you're ready, Riff. Yeah. No, you didn't. Luke. I did. Hold on. You're watching. You had more respect. You need help? Yourself. No, I'm good. I got it. I got it. Um, I'm just waiting for them. To are you guys? Are you guys done? I, I was locked in for. No, a let, let them talk. I told him. I took. I took. Why would they do that? Why, why would we do that when they wouldn't let us? Because we're respectful. You guys talk for like three minutes. See? We're, we're a podcast. It's, it's in the Warriors. We're, we're talking Lakers basketball. Guys going back and forth. He's got I respect it. I, I, I thought the conversation hey, was over, though. I apologize. No problem with me. I'm sorry. No problem. Hey, listen, you guys, you're the matchup. I respect it. I didn't even get an answer out of Riv. For what? Listen, Dells was locked in. He wasn't noticing, <laughs> but I thought your convo was pretty much over. It wasn't. You weren't locked James in. Harden it was pretty much Jesus over. Christ. What are we talking about? You guys were talking about how Riv said you're not going to put Giannis out of your top one, even though you're going to drop Jokic if AD has a better series than him. That was my question. You guys just kept going back and forth. That was my question. At least you heard that part. You see the funny business, right? No, the question was, if AD outperforms Jokic, what are you going to do? I'll, I'll jump AD. Is AD I'm on, I don't I don't know, know, on I As a player, is Jokic better than AD? He's got like 40. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things. Two different. When they're both healthy. Jokic's more impactful. It's just evident. But the defense... Joker's a better passer. AD's one of the best defenders. Joker's you've ever one of seen. the best offensive bigs we've ever seen. He is. Finally, it's, so it's, he like, is. it's whatever you. It's, it's whatever you like prefer. Still Great pass, Tatum. Yeah, but it's whatever you prefer. You're <laughs> killing me. They're so lucky that Embiid's not playing. Bro. Lie, like, no, 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 no. No, it's just sad that you're in this close game without Embiid. Uh oh. Paul Reed Tatum's started. Down. What happened? <laughs> oh, he looks. He looks. He looks shaken up. Paul Reed stuff. Listen, Riv, oh, they're squaring this up. Week in the NBA NFL. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, this 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 one's for Jersey. I had to, I, I had to shout it out for Jersey. Let's Luke go. Luke Pearl, offensive lineman from St. Joseph Montvale. Justin Shorter, wide receiver who went to South Brunswick High School. Carter Warren, an offensive lineman who went to Pacific Tech. Jai, Jai, I have no idea what happened. Jair Brown, a safety who went to Trenton Central, and Tommy DeVito, who was at Don Bosco. They all got drafted or picked up. In this year, wow. in the NFL, so now we have five Jersey guys Tough. from New Jersey that are in the NFL. Big year for Jersey. That's Big lit. Year. That's Big awesome. One of them is on the Bills. Mm. Can't wait to root for him. I don't even know who he is. I'm gonna root for him though. All right. What so, position was he? Huh? What position? I got you. That guy is the Bills guy. Is a wide receiver, Justin Shorter. Okay. Bills need Fifth a wide round. receiver, so he might actually play. Yeah, he'll make the roster at least. Facts. Did you scout him? No. Casual. Not familiar. Casual. Casual. So my, you may have missed it this week in the NBA, is going to be both about NFL. DeAndre Hopkins. uh, It's seeming as if he's going to stay in Arizona. That was our conversation on the last podcast, that Arizona was seemingly wanting to keep DeAndre Hopkins. And D-Hop basically came out of video and said, who says I want to go? Who says I want to leave? And it looks like he's ready to go to work with Arizona. My next this week in the NBA, and you may have missed it, 
is going to be based on Jerry Judy and the Denver Broncos accepting his fifth-year option. I believe he's going to be getting paid $12 million this season. That was an obvious no-brainer. We need more weapons. The whole point was not to, to take away weapons from Russ. And this is, is great for me. I, I get to see Jerry Judy on my squad another year. And we saw him have a piece of his potential get unlocked towards the end of the last season when he finally became our ex. I expect Jerry Judy to finally take that firm leap, being at 1,100, that 1,000 to 1,100 range, because Russ and him really got to go in towards the end of the season. And I hope that Sean Payton realizes that that's our best, that's our best wide receiver. Um, I have an interesting one. It's about your boy. Okay. It's about Jordan Love. Oh, okay. Um, so the GM, Brian Gutekunst, had some interesting words. They asked him about the fifth-year option, and he said, picking up the fifth-year option is a lot of money for a guy who hasn't played. Mm. Two games. I don't know if the report has come out okay. whether or not they picked up his fifth-year option. Joe Douglas said the, the deadline's today, but it's 930. We don't know about Becton. Apparently, we don't know about Jordan Love yet either. But interesting that you move off, I guess you kind of force move off Aaron Rodgers at this point, but it doesn't seem like they're all the way sold on Jordan Love because that fifth-year option isn't a ton of money. It's in the 20 millions, I'd imagine, 20, maybe 23. Is that all that was said, or is there more stuff that was said? Because you I, just got one sentence. I'll be honest, two. I read the headline, my brother. That's, That's all, all I got. Look at this. Let me ask you a question. Did the fifth-year option exist when Rodgers was... Uh, now, I feel like that was part of the CBA once they uh, ratified it and there was rookie scales, I want to say. Okay. Um, because before that, you know, like your Marcus Russell days, you could just, you know, negotiate your contract however you see fit. I think I think that was the luck RG3 draft where they implemented that. And did it take Rodgers three years before he started? I believe so. Okay. All right. Yeah. But, yeah, interesting comments from the GM. You would like to see a little bit more faith, I think. Maybe a better way to word that. Are you looking up the full quote? I'm trying to look it up the full quote, oh. you know, because I, I'm not You don't want sure. fake news on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. You know, what is that? I'll I'm not sure if they're going to pick it up or not. Dude, he, he sat for three seasons in his fourth year. Then he started to play. So I am curious how that contract situation. It was 2008. So I, I hope that the audience cuts me some slack for not understanding that or knowing that in the moment. Okay, but. so this this what it is, right? So. He said it's a lot of money for a guy who hasn't played, but at the same time, obviously, we're moving forward with him. So I look at it that. It sounds like he's kind of forced into having Jordan Love, you know? I he's mean, like, fuck. <laughs> like, I him? guess he could start. Dude, bro, I'm just saying no, that. No, you're, you're on bad terms. Come <laughs> on, man, bro. Come no, on. It's, just over. Call... it's over. Listen, I'm not thin ice there. <laughs> listen, listen, this is the thing. When I think about Jordan Love and when I think about quarterbacks and fifth-year options, it's always a tricky, slippery slope. I don't believe the Packers would have moved on from Aaron Rodgers had they not believed that Jordan Love made the proper progressions and they were confident in him moving forward. With that being said, the Packers have to have to choose which bed they want to lay in because if you pick up the fifth-year option, it, it is a lot of money, but it's significantly less money than what you would pay him if Jordan Love has a great season, Daniel Jones. and now you got the Daniel Jones situation where you have Man, to give him what? guaranteed money. Because if the Packers pick up the option, and Jordan Love is good this year, they have him locked in for next year at a reasonable price, and they still have the franchise tag the year after. Yeah. So I think <clears throat> it makes more sense to pick up the fifth-year option Jordan Love. I think they will pick it up because they wouldn't have traded Rodgers had they not already thought They'd pick it up. I and think they're also is, tired of Rogers. Shit. How much is the fifth year option? Twenty something. It's or in 30? the twenties. I'll I'll look it up. Because let's be real. You're right. Now the, instead of paying Daniel Jones around twenty ish, forty million. Now you're paying him forty a yeah. year. Feel like we've been here for five hours. No, we've been, it's been a good they're show though. It would be minutes. twenty point two million. Very calm. Twenty point two. I mean, come on, bro. It's not it that much money. Though. 
gonna take your clothes off, bro. I mean, you're strip for us. You would like that. I would. You would also like that. No, I Listen, you're like asking. <laughs> you're asking Jordan Love to to have 15 touchdowns and five interceptions. I, I think that's doable. Uh, how about, how about eight, over almost 800 rushing? <laughs> how about 20 touchdowns? Can you do that? Wait, was, wait, who's the 800 rushing? DJ. DJ. Daniel Jones. Come on, bro. Like, stop playing with him. He was the worst quarterback in the division. No, he wasn't. I don't Tobias. Ca- I like the Washington Commanders. <laughs> Tobias, baby. Yeah. Just be honest. All right, guys. Well, what's, your th- what's your this week in the NFL? Listen, yeah. my this week in the NFL. He is 50. <laughs> it's easy. It's Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson's relationship. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers said. It'll never die. He's going to make my life hell in practice, and I'm going to make his life heaven off the field. I love that quote from Aaron Rodgers. The opportunity to mentor Zach and be a part of helping him regain his confidence and become the player we all know he is capable of being, to him, is exciting. Very rarely do top picks in the NFL draft get a reset in their careers. Oftentimes, if you show you can't play, you get shipped off to another team that buys low on you, you get a chance there in a bad situation, you don't play good, that's the end of you. You're the backup for the rest of your career. The fact that Joe Douglas has actively supported Zach Wilson in the media, there has not been ongoing trade talks that I've heard of or that has been released publicly. No trade value. To me, Joe Douglas is saying, you know what? We think he can still be something. And Aaron Rodgers now coming in to mentor Zach Wilson and Show him how to read defenses. Show him how to go about being a professional. Show him, showing him how to be a leader. I think that's going to go a long way for his career. And whether Aaron Rodgers is grooming Zach Wilson to be a successful quarterback for another team or for the Jets is to be determined. But I think Zach Wilson is going to come out a better player out of this. And, and I think this is a great restart for him. And if he focuses and puts his mind to it, he could come out a really good player out of this. And I believe he will. I, I, I believe in Zach, man. I do. I really want this for you. Because that, how many eggs? Facts, facts, facts. Out of a hundred, so you have you have a hundred eggs, right? You get to assign a certain number of these eggs towards your towards your belief into Zach Wilson. How many of these eggs are you going to put into the basket? Hundred eggs. I'm putting thirty five eggs. And you're keeping the seventy five, seventy right now. Can you just imagine one person going and having the this layout? He takes all of it. He has a hundred eggs, and he's pouring thirty five. Think about that in the grand scheme of things. Just visualize 35 eggs. What's what's your egg basket for uh, Reeves? For Reeves? 100. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. What's your egg 100. basket for pool? 100. <laughs> 100. <laughs> I will never stop. Yeah. <laughs> I do have to say, Aaron Rodgers looks, I'm not trying to bias aside, he looks very happy. He, like, he does. I, I don't know. I'm not trying aside. to be biased. It's th- hard to no, not because be. his like. He, he's attending mantra, all the voluntary stuff. He's but like a lot of the talk around he's Packers was like he isn't always the most, you know, bring the players around with the guys. And it's he's a new team. It new is team, new vibe. Yeah, he's out there with Lazard, Brees Hall going to Rangers games. You guys going are cool, to, man. Uh, Jets are cool. Jets, uh, and and also, cool I, I want to say, I want to say this too. I know that the quote with Zach Wilson is going going on is going around to like make his life hell in practice and stuff. I'm not sure people are familiar with this, but. Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are very close. They're good friends. And Aaron Rodgers views him as a really genuine friend. And back when Zach was a rookie and they, they had offseason training camp together, they practiced together. Zach Wilson and him were very friendly. 
Aaron Rodgers actually gave Zach Wilson advice to hire his agent. They're, they're close. So I think Aaron Rodgers more so will extend his hand out to make sure Zach is prepared, man. And listen, Zach Wilson, I think, is going to be a good quarterback out of this. I know people are going to laugh, but we're going to look back at this three years from now, and we're going to be like, yo, Zach Wilson's balling out, man, for the whoever. Maybe the New York Jets. Hopefully the New York Jets. Listen, the, the more time that Zach Wilson has off the field, the better for him, honestly. And I mean that in the he most needs sincere a mental way. Reset. He needs time to learn the game. He, this may be what he needs to work on his footwork, work on his poise, work on – on just processing the game in real time, not overcompensating, trying to play superhero ball like we've seen these last three years. Just hopefully this this benefits him in the long run because, again, I'm not trying to be on the, this anti-Zach Wilson tirade or anti-Zach Wilson vibe. That's not, that's not it. But it is – I laugh because it's hilarious to see you decide to pick a side on one of the biggest busts in football history. Alex Smith was once labeled as that as well. He was. Well, he also was selected in the same draft that Aaron Rodgers was supposed to go number one, and San Fran said, nah, we're going to go with Alex Smith. He also went to Andy Rob Bull has seven rebounds, bro. He needs one more. He's Are you kidding me? He d- he's not better than Nick Claxton. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, I just lost my parlay. <laughs> I just over it. He, he, co- he cooked me. <sighs> seven rebounds. He needs eight or seven? He needs eight. He has seven. Oh, Maybe he gets back into the game. Probably need one minute left. Uh, you're going to need like a Sixers down to last possession. They have to and, like. And put defense on the court. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. 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 yeah but listen, I, I do think there's not many times players like this get a reset. And Zach's getting a reset. He's Good luck, in. man. And I think his rookie year, his rookie year I throw out the window because he didn't have any talent around him. That looks like a His second year was unfortunate. But I, I think he'll come out a good quarterback out of this, man. I do. I do. He's moving. Mm, clean. I have a would you rather for this episode. Let's do it. Okay. I know who it's on for the first time in a long time. This is would you rather Kavon Looney Loon edition. Toon. First name up, DeMontis Sabonis. Take Sabonis. I'll take Sabonis, Sabonis as well. I, I'm taking Sabonis. I, I know Looney outplayed him, but come on, let's be real. <laughs> One has four rings. I'll say this, though. I mean, as like. Looney four? has four? He was on the uh, those 2015 teams. Yeah. Maybe like 32. He has, a, he has a rings. He's Wait, got one. Lo- at least. He was on well, two. the 20. I think he was with, he was with Kevin Durant. I think he was. Three, times three. three right? Oh, oh, no. The, right after. Oh, my Literally God. Literally right after. Fuck, Loon. Let's block. All right. Mitchell Robinson. Nah, I would, I would take Mitch. I would still take Mitch. What does Mitch do better? Defend. He's a great rim protector. Looney's not really yeah, a rim he's protector. Better at blocking shots. He's just a really great rebounder. Yeah, he's like elite at this. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> yeah, I'll go Mitchell Robinson also. That's fair. I'll go Kevon Looney here. Interesting. Oh, this guy's guy. the only. This guy's been one. Yeah, of he the makes me Robinson. I'm going Kevon Looney. I'm yeah, just saying that. I'm going to stick with. I'm going to stick with Mitch Robinson. I genuinely believe he's. Better. I think Looney's a better rebounder, and I think Looney's a better passer as well. And he's healthy. He is a good passer. Oh, Mitch. He had, Mitch he had hip surgery like three times. Mitch. Who Looney? Looney he came in the league. He had oh, hip shit. surgery like three times. Robinson? That's why he dropped. <laughs> yes, he misses game. He every wasn't year. supposed to be like this type of player. I typed in Mitch on Google, and then it gave me Trubisky. Mm. He Mitch. played fifty nine this past season, seventy two the year before. Seventy two is firm. Fifty nine is okay. racial bias. Come on, man, let's stop playing. I feel like he's usually he has something. Vando, Looney. 
For Jared Vanderbilt? Yes. You're out of your mind. I'm not. You're out of your mind. You probably, so. you probably prefer the perimeter defense over the elite ra- rebounder. No. I'm going Jared Vanderbilt. Vando is an elite on defense. Looney's an elite rebounder. He's an elite offense. Vanderbilt's rebounder. a good passer too. Looney's also a good. Yeah, passer. That, I, that's why I mean. Looney gives you more. He gives you more possessions offensively because he gets offensive rebounds. Don't overthink it, bro. No, I'm. He, Vanderbilt can't shoot. Looney can't shoot. So it's like, what do I want? I'll take Looney's yeah, rebound. He shot 29 percent last series. That's Dude, pretty good 20, for him. 29 percent is nasty. We're good. I said for him, bro. Come on. So gross. Yes. <laughs> I'm a Vando guy. Looney's also a good defender in switches. Okay. Remember, ask him. But he's the best big on the perimeter. Don't like Vanderbilt. him on the podcast. Vanderbilt's a, f- a wing. He's, he plays the four for us. Okay. But Looney's a five that can no, go no, out for there. Sure. For, ask, sure. Look, look, for sure. Look, But who's, who's better? It's not even a question. I don't like you. Oh. Man. Listen, you, I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm a Vando guy. I'm going Vando. Looney Lock Tatum. Come on. Stop it. Relax. Ask him. Looney? And switches. <laughs> Tatum, Tatum was locking Tatum, let's be honest. No, respectfully. John Collins. Oh, fuck. Give give me Kevon Looney. This is nasty. You're nasty if you pick John Collins. (laughs) Am I? Bro, that game six, Collins was cooking us. If you look at the money and then you look at what they provide for teams. I think we're just saying, who would you rather have? That's why it's fine. There's a lot that goes into would you rather, and I respect that. I respect that. That's why Vando contract cheap, too. I might take Vando over John Collins, too. I like what Kevon Looney offers more than John Collins. John Collins regressing his Looney don't complain. He just go hoop. Yeah, Collins by is hoop is just rebound. Yep, rebound hey, plays defense. Shit matters. Collins yeah. is better than Kavon. Has he ever skilled. had twenty rebounds in three games in a playoffs? He's more skilled than Looney. He is offensively, more skilled. Off- yes, offensively more skilled because he can dunk and shoot the ball. That's all right. Important. Why are you saying that? Like it's a ba- because, because Looney, he can dunk because and he Looney, can shoot the Lo- three ball. Looney's rebounding is far more impactful yeah, yeah. than okay. Collins. Not a doubt. Okay. This guy's Mr. Running Dunk sent screens. Well, he's impactful because you guys have no big men. Looney's impactful because he's in the, arguably the greatest system he is, ever. Yes, he is. Uh, now he what? Is. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now what? All right, I'm going to go John Collins. God, I'm sorry. Nauseous. Rudy Gobert. Ah, I'm also going to go Rudy Gobert. Gobert. <laughs> I'm just going to lose my Gobert mind. is a better Gobert, player. Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Will. Going with Rob Will. Take Rob. Ah, ah, 20 rebounds three times is crazy. Ah, no. Uh, if you're cracking me up. He's a better rebounder. What else? What the fuck else Rob Will do? Defense. He's a good passer. So is Looney. Some sleep. Yeah, he's, no. a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a pivotal Rob passer. Rob Will fell off on the free throws this year. I know. Pretty yeah, bad. Like 60 they, And they both don't score. So this is pretty. I'll go Rob. They both don't score a lick of this shit. Yeah, okay. Lick of shit. I'll go Rob Will too. Xavier Tillman. Looney. Looney. I will go Kavon Looney. Tillman, was, Tillman showed out, though. He was Tillman good. Tillman was good. Yeah. He, did, he did earn respect. I'm going Kavon Looney over Tillman. DeAndre Ayton. Looney. I know I've been pushing this for a minute. Looney. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's what you doing. The, I like Looney, that. Looney. I like that. No, I've been pushing that for a minute. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Riv. You can have DeAndre Ayton. I'll take the guy with motor. Tenacity? Yeah. Toughness. Okay. Ayton's I bet you skills. Looney would outplay Ayton in a playoff series. If they do play, I oh. guarantee you. All right, so then, why aren't you taking Kavan over Sabonis? Because Sabonis is an All Star. Got to respect that. But uh, eight was never. So don't even try to think about it. I'm not saying he was. He couldn't. Uh, of course not, because it's not He's reality. Number one pick, dog shit. This is not dog shit. Exaggerate, hyperbole, man. I know, I know, I know. Pick. I'm I'm gonna go eight. I, you can have You're it. being disrespectful. Why? I don't think so. Oh my god. You lost it. The so. only one that I said that would be fifty fifty would be Mitch Robinson. I think eight and Looney's sixty forty. Like, boy, you went Mitch Robinson over Looney for I think a half Mitch a is second. Be- I think Mitch is better than Ian. Oh, my God. No, he's not, though. I think so. We know he's not. 
I don't think Ains that good. The only one, like I said, is Kavan over Mitch. That's one that I, if you, if people want to get mad, sure. None of them, I'm not hearing. And then Tillman, of course, I'm taking Kavan. Vando, you don't hear? No, that's disrespectful. You didn't even know Vando four months ago. That's true. Right yeah. what, what are we doing? He just got didn't even know Vando four months ago. Now it's not what do you a disrespect. I didn't you know did Vando. not. Can you stop disrespecting me? What you are we did me? You, you didn't know the impact of Vando until he what jumped on the Lakers. What are you talking about? That's a fact. That's not true at all. That is a legit fact. Who true. told you that? No, mid, I was mid, here. Mid. What do you mean? You've never spoken about Bando's impact. What was there really to he talk to... about? What do you mean? He's been an elite defender for a, a Yeah, a, but what, really, what has he been I've talked about him a lot. Yeah, he's been and an elite And I gave de- him his praise. You're sick. You're sick of me. No, nah, when, when the trade first happened, you said mid, mid, and mid. No, to, <laughs> to Vando. To the Vando to the, the Utah Jazz. Yeah. You did say that. Yeah, it, again, the I was up. being rude. Okay. To Vando. To everyone. And included. I said it when you put that shit up on Twitter because you, you and your burner, you like to collaborate. I said it to flat out. The only one that I, I feel According bad to for the thing, you got choked. No, they're choking like dogs. Oh, no, Brogdon just threw it right to Maxi and he just got a wide open layup. They're choking like dogs. Yes. I, I knew we were going to lose this game. I knew it. Go Philly. Let's go, go Philly. Let's go Philly. Nah, man. No, I, but the, sucks, the way you guys bro. lose is truly embarrassing. That's the one game that I, they probably will win in the series. I said game one, Harden Masterclass. Is that still going on? Yeah, he's been tweaking. He's got at least 40. They didn't even win because they outperformed you. I just choked. Wait, the like, game's oh, over? Shit. No, it's 26 nah, it's still seconds. still going on. I'm, I'm waiting. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, it's in, it's in commercial. He so has 42 okay. points and six assists. Sometimes, Drew, you hit like a bullseye. Once I saw Embiid was out, there was like 70% of me thought we were going to lose this game. <sighs> Actually, Masterclass, eh, for his standards, 26 points. I mean, that's a great game. Just okay. not efficient. That's why I say he that. Was, he, he was good oh, against the Nets. Somehow. He's two for nine from three. Yeah, we got, free, we got free throws. I don't know how it happened. Tatum's got 38. Drive. All right, I'm not going to say what happens. Yeah. Tatum has 38? Yeah. Oh, stinker coming. <laughs> now, <laughs> on to the next topic. Holy the Ravens man. made Lamar Jackson the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. They paid him five years, $260 million contract. I kind of relate to this new story, but $185 million guaranteed. So, Dells. I know you're in the midst of watching the Celtics game right now, but I need your thoughts on this because you're the Lamar guy. Yes. And I've been with you advocating for Lamar for a while now. Oh, God. Yes. You know, what do you think about Lamar Jackson getting paid this contract? And what do you think about the, the moves that the Ravens have made this offseason, man? You know, I wouldn't Oh, my to... God! Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you're going to love it. You're, you're going to fucking geek. No! As soon, no! As soon as no! I turn the game on. No! James Harden three. James Harden step back three. Get the fuck out of here. Trey Young all over again. No. (laughs) Over who? Why is Al Horford playing defense on James Harden on the perimeter? I what the what are you doing, Celtics? As soon as I turn. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, James Harden is going crazy. Never put him in the same conversation as Jimmy. Bro, (laughs) he fucking clears that fraud. He clears that fraud. This is just who Jimmy. He clears him. No, no, no. Don't we remember? This is just we have to accept that. That this might just be who James Harden is in the playoffs. He did say that. You remember that? Stop the nonsense. When did I say that? Oh my God, we're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. Unless you deleted the tweet, which. What are you talking about? Mm. That's a, that's a, that's a definitely in your in your in your uh, in your <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? It's in your repertoire. Disrespectful. Just delete the <laughs> disrespectful to Harden. Disrespectful. I would not. I said I would take prime James Harden over him. I over Jimmy Butler. That's not disrespectful. And then you changed your stance because Butler no, had a great playoff. Game. No, I said that in the playoffs, who's better, Jimmy Butler or James Harden? It's James Harden. I might lean. Prime Jimmy James Butler. Harden is is prime James Harden is better than the playoffs than Butler. Uh, the, the only thing the, the, the reason why is viewed differently is because Butler goes from Butler 
They both lost. Elevates in the playoffs versus Harden kind of stays the same. It kind of drops a tinge. Yeah, but him dropping off a tinge is still as good as Butler when he elevates. Uh, That's a fact. I don't know. This player's Jimmy Butler has been. Uh, here we go. Lock in, lock in, lock I mean, in. Harden goes from 35 a game to 30 a game. <laughs> this lock is in, it. Don't, don't react. Why? Lock in, lock I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. What the fuck? Foul? That's what y'all get for not putting Robbo in the game. They called a foul? Oh, wait. They called it on Tatum. Marcus Smart, why does he have the ball? Oh, no. Well, you get the rebound and he fouled him on the rebound? No, he did not foul. Who lost to Paul Reed? Yeah, they cooked us. Oh, no. Tatum pushed. Yeah, Tatum pushed Reed. That's not a deal. You, ah. you need one miss. One Losing miss. game one is... I knew it. It's crazy. I fucking knew it. No Embiid. I was like, we're going to lose this game. <laughs> Yo, if I'm Embiid, I say game two. going to pray for this man. Damn, bro. If I'm Embiid, it's I It's almost say like Ime had y'all more locked into Missoula. This is fact. I mean, defensively. That's what I said we coming were... to the series, too. I said Missoula and Doc Rivers. It's really a toss-up. Defensively, we're definitely better with Ime, but this offense is better with Missoula. It's not working for you. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll no. Say it's game one. You went six with the Hawks, and you just lost. <laughs> Is he still washed, John? He said he's a game one merchant. That's what his words were. Mm. Oh, we have no timeouts. Here. He's we're definitely coaching. not washed. John, that was a crazy take. You did say, he, did was say he was washed. You said oh, John, we gotta start for the the contract shit. Good looks. John yeah, said we gotta start we gotta start having a conversation whether or not James Harden is washed. Yeah, that was insane, John. Hey, hey, hey. Put it there, brother. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Fuck you, then, John. It's absolutely. I wasn't even here for your Reeves take. Oh, I like I how we're just oh, chilling. Like the, we're not the on the best, show right here. The third best player in the we're really just chilling. Like we, we're not live right now. The show's over. Uh, we'll see. Listen, the Lakers make the run. You got it. Honestly, it was a good basketball show. We could talk football. I'm down to talk about Lamar Jackson and what's it called, but this was a great. The momentum has shifted. I really yeah, just no, want to cook no, down. No, Philly, Philly I beating Boston. I just want to cook down, bro. Like, <laughs> how the fuck did you just lose the Paul fucking Reed, bro? You lost the Paul fucking Reed, bro. <laughs> no, Paul Reed really hit the dagger free throws. This is embarrassing. No, I'm screaming. All they do is fucking troll yeah, yeah, all day, I all mean, day. Bro, they troll, nah, bro. They really are trolls. And they want to be taken seriously. Oh my Clowns. god, bro! You've been no milking way. that. OA ring for 25 years. No way. Bill Russell's the reason your franchise is good. Bro, oh my. Why did Marcus Smart have the last opportunity is what I wanted. He tried passing it to. I know, I know. Okay. Bro's hurting. Wow. Look at him mentally hurt. Wow. What's the series going to? I think we'll win in six. Why? 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 We're the more talented team. No, why are you winning in six games is my problem. I just tweeted Philly United. You troll all day. Like I said, we're. Can you beat Miami? Yeah. Yeah. We'll go seven, probably. Why? Uh, you're getting a tweet off. <laughs> yeah, of course I was. <laughs> He's um, lost, apparently. Because did you delete your tweet about Celtics have been, have been I don't think living up and down sure. to right. competition all season long? Can you beat anybody in the West? Uh, yeah. yeah. Right now. When, we, when no, we're no, going no, up no, against a good like team. Like this team right now. Like this yes. team. Yes. Okay. Okay. When we lost without DeJounte Murray to the Hawks. You also lost to DeJounte Murray. True. And Trey Young hit a Once. bomber. Hit a bomber. Once, yeah. Well, the West has the Joker, who's not DeJounte Murray or mm-hmm. Trey Young. No, but Kevin I'm Durant. saying the Celtics will play up and down to their competition. They've done it all season long. That's not good. It's, no, it's not good at all. And in the finals, that's wishy-washy. It is. You got to hope they lock in. <laughs> not ideal. But it's game one. What can you do? He, he could <laughs> wait. 
Does what happened? What did he say? That's my burner? It just takes two seconds. No, it's not your fucking oh, burner. It's you. Yeah. It's facts, though. Oh, my God. He still so, had a... He's not He's not washed, though. The wash Come was crazy. Unblur. Unblur. I mean, listen, he's Yo, not John, washed. Yo, John, if I send this to you, bro, can you put this in the upper thirds? Yo, bro, good <laughs> looks. He's not washed, but they're going to get a playoff stinker from Harden within a series. That's yeah. going to happen. No, nah, he, he was... He put on a master class tonight. There's really no two ways about it. He was, was unbelievable. Shots, Best yeah. player on the court. Five Billy, defenders Billy allegedly. Billy was sending all their shots, they, bro. All Boston. Five. Allegedly has five defenders. On, oh Switchable. Now nah, Al yeah, Horford yeah, yeah. was getting Now we clear them defensively. But isn't Jalen Brown like the best two player would in never. the league? I, I, uh, hit 17 threes. What did Jalen Brown do? Uh, he didn't have a great game. Yeah, he was bad. It was uh-huh. Tatum. He, he was just hoping Tatum had 39, 11, 11 and 5. What was uh, Jalen Brown's stat line? He had 23, 6, and 4. I don't know the efficiency. Solid, little solid. Doesn't sound bad. Mr. Uh, but I mean, they hit 17 threes, shoot 45 percent. Hit on four threes, turnovers. Make all your free Jalen throws. Brown? Yes, that's four not a deal. That's not. I mean, six zero assists to the Celtics. 16. In the meantime, we'll You're do some. Marcus Smart six turnovers. In the meantime, we'll do not some great. super chats. So this from Josh Boat saying, "Y'all gotta add a Jordan Poole Austin Reeves stipulation. The loser needs to say an apology live on a pod for clowning the other player." Deal. That's done. That's done. Cause you owe. Listen, I don't owe Poole an apology. Because I've been right. You owe Reeves an apology because you've been blatantly wrong. I'll still do that fine, but I haven't been wrong. Um, and Jalen Brown was 8 for 10 you, this game. You've been overzealous. He was amazing. You've been overzealous. He turned the ball over. That was about it. Eight. How are we going to say he's amazing? You didn't watch the game. He's 8 for 10. What more do I really need Your to box know? Watching. I don't Please give stop. a fuck. Please stop. I don't give a fuck if You're that's box score watching. Bad. 80%. I don't care. He had four assists to four turnovers. You don't even know when the turnovers were. That's true. Did you see any turnovers late in the game, Joel? Um, from Brown? Mm-hmm. That Brogdon one sticks out the most. I don't know. He what I, probably... You know what you could say? Jalen Brown, you should have been more aggressive because there's no way you should have 10 attempts. What about you don't even know how he was defensively? He could have been asked defensively. He was. They all, oh. Yeah, they all were. I mean, he's been that all Every year. single member of that team. He has been that all year. There was, it was, I think it was 114-114 with like seven minutes left. Something yeah. like that. It was an offensive game, clearly. This from Maurice Carter. Side note, Harden is cooking. He's fire. Anthony Soprano. Do we see more J.K. than Poole with the Lakers size? I think we should, yeah. Do we see more who? Kaminga. Come. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, He's definitely going to be playing. He needs to. This from Manny Riho. Much love to you guys. I know y'all don't watch hockey. But you guys see the Bruins blow a three one lead to an eight seed. No, I'm glad Florida teams on top. God bless Boston. I'm glad that they that that's a super chat because my dad literally texted me. He's like, yo. Mention the Bruins because they're in that group of the 2007 Patriots, the 2015-2016 the Warriors, best the 2001. Time, right? Most the like best points of all time. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I think they had 62, something like that. 62-something. If you could let me know how many wins. Yeah, they had the most wins ever in NHL. It was the most, something like that. But regardless. 65-12. and 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won 65 wins is insane. 65-12-5. Yeah, insane. And they lost in round one. That's why playoff <laughs> hockey's crazy. They lost to the Panthers. Are the Panthers is any good? I think like the last seven teams to win the President's Cup have not won the Stanley Cup. Is that best? Record? That's best record. Yeah. James Harden really had a master class, man. He did. Not nah, OD. Bald as fucking ass. So that's what that's what they needed to win this game. I mean, he had to be the best player on the court, and he was. Santos goes. Celtics are booty cheeks. <laughs> Santos hey, again. What's, what's been? What's my favorite saying all all day long? Talk to him. Water will find us. Talk to him. Santos, no playback for the game seven was a huge L. That was an L, man. Y'all Daniel Guerrero. Go ahead. Said, what's likely, Russ being a top eight quarterback or Zach top nine quarterback? Zach who? 
Wilson? Wilson? Who's, who's the guess. first name? Russ. Russ Wilson. Yeah, I'm still playing foot That's not going to play. Well, I think Russ is not going to be a top eight quarterback in the NFL. In my space. No, He's Zach. Rushed. He might not be top twenty-five. Who? Top twenty-eight. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Are you saying Russ? Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about Zach. You know I'm talking James about Paul. I mean, when when Russ is back this season and we're in the playoffs, he's going to be sick. PJ Tucker was the difference maker. We didn't watch. I can't so wait to go back and watch the game. Honestly, oh, that's the guy you constantly disrespect. Put some respect that's on because Tucker's they win name. when he has zero points. I watch you put some respect on Tucker's name. They win when he has zero points. Yeah, because he Did impacts he the game today? that much. Did he scored today. Over under three and a half. What do you think? Under. Over. John, do you know the box score? <laughs> Take a guess. Under. Goose egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking donut. Yeah, thirty zero. Did he take an attempt? Zero shots. Oh. Fucking bum. <laughs> Talk about some. In- he had zero you, you points. Might, your box score watching right now. You I might am. say that somebody. Thirty-seven. Somebody minutes. took time out of the day to donate to us ten dollars to tell us Tucker's been the difference. He had zero points on thirty-seven. Yeah, but minutes. he was great. I, I need you to go. This guy, he was great. You no, know I'll watch the game. I'll figure it out. No, we're gonna watch him. We're gonna find out. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna get angry watching seeing thirty-seven Jaylen Brown. minutes of te- somebody yeah, fact, doing that nothing. That's okay. <laughs> I have a tweet rattled off. Well, we are doing a show as if. As a Nets fan, I love seeing Harden beat the Celtics and beat coming soon. The Celtics will lose to the Suns, Lakers, Nuggets, Warriors, hands down. Mm. So they go to the finals and lose. Is that what you're saying? I love it. Cool. Celtics. Yeah, I mean, listen, it could happen because the East They're is pretty shitty right now. But uh, the Celtics just play on serious basketball too often for a championship team, truthfully. Why is the Western Conference just the greatest thing ever? Because Steph Curry's in it. Well, the Bucks weren't fucked. I guess the Bucks are trash. Remember in the offseason when I told y'all the West was better than the East and y'all was like, you're crazy? I don't think we said I, I think we just that, disagreed when you said they had like, there's like eight contenders. Well, there is. There was. I agreed with you. Actually, I think we actually know it. there's not eight contenders. It came down. I to said like seven. I said seven. Like Tim, you said you had the Tims in there. So well, you, never, you never. I never had Memphis in there. I said and, Memphis, and you never had the Lakers either. Had the Mavs probably in there. Yeah, they, a lot of those are cooked. Yeah, yeah, but then again, I was like, the West is better than the East, top to bottom. But I don't the think East we just got three teams. I don't think we made it say like we made you. I think you're over being overzealous. We didn't say you were crazy about it. No, you did. I don't think so. I don't. We can go back to it. I don't really care about. You better care about P.T. Tucker, though. You deserve. You, you I don't feel like that's true, though, respect. because in my, I mean, obviously, I was obviously wrong about the Raptors, but I only felt like it was five teams deep, and then that wasn't even including the Knicks, who I did have in the plan. So I don't know if that's necessarily true. See, again, yes, you could go back and you'll let us know if we were wrong. When, when the Celtics lose, I just got to stop going on Twitter. Shit's no, hell. No, no, no. Shit's hell. Are you new here? <laughs> Are you hell. new here? I'm actually gonna lie on you, Dells, right now. <laughs> I'm gonna, told I'm you gonna, gonna lie. Kept it on it. Yeah, it's it's remarkable. <laughs> what is that? Oh my god, wow. y'all suck. Yeah, we we, we shot well, but just we had 16 turnovers. They made 17 threes. Look, I, I just lied on you. I said you said Celtics in four. <laughs> <laughs> I think before the series started, I said Celtics in six. All right, so now onto the show. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson. Here we go, Lamar Jackson. Is now the highest paid player in the NFL. That's probably going to change sooner rather than later. Herbert now, Burrow. Now, what do, what do you think, man? Because the Ravens have helped him this offseason. Mm-hmm. Todd Monken, Zay Flowers, OBJ. Some internal improvements from Isaiah Likely is likely. Isaiah Likely is nice. And Nelson Aguilar. You know, not bad as a wide receiver four. Not terrible. Sound like John. Or five. Because Duvernay's there, Duvernay. right? Duvernay. That's nice wide receiver Duvernay. four in the game. So, so what do you think about the Ravens team now? 
Oh, I love this Ravens team. It was a unique way Lamar went about a situation, not having an agent. It was a bit noisier than I would expect out of Lamar, who for the most part has been a pretty quiet NFL player this offseason. But if you're the Baltimore Ravens, this is really the only option, right? They were picking in the 20s. You're not trading up to get an Anthony Richardson. You're not probably taking Will Levis there. I don't think that's the right fit. But what the Ravens did this offseason was finally surround Lamar with pieces that could help him improve his passing game. Not only do you add weapons with Odell and Zay Flowers, you also mentioned Isaiah Likely, who had a really good rookie season for a tight end. But you bring in Todd Monken, who's the exact opposite of Greg Roman. Greg Roman is run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And to his credit, the Ravens had a lot of regular season success. But I think similar to like, I don't know, I don't want to compare it to like basketball, but like a Grizzlies team who's like great on defense and then their half-court offense kind of st- stalls out in the playoffs. That's kind of how it happens with the Ravens, where the run game can work all regular season long. But at some point in the playoffs, there's going to be a couple minutes or whether it's the end of the half, end of the game, um, where you have to go down the field, pass the ball, and make plays. And with the weapons that Lamar's had for the majority of his career, he wasn't able to do that. Partially he's on Lamar, who came into the NFL as a really raw passer, has improved year to year. Um, But the other part was the scheme, the system, and the weapons around him. So for me as a Lamar fan, I'm ecstatic about this. I mean, this team was really a touchdown away, a weird fumble on the goal line away from being the Bengals in round one, the playoffs or defense after they got, um, Roquan. Thank you. Roquan Smith turned into one of the best defenses in the league. So you have to be excited about that. Mark Andrews, one of the best tight ends in the league. And now you have some real perimeter weapons. So the Ravens are going to be in this division before Lamar got hurt last year. They were in first place. So they're going to be right back in it again this year. Pittsburgh got better. I'm sure Deshaun's going to be better than he was last year, so the Browns are going to be in it. Um, But I feel like the Ravens have as good a shot as anyone to win that division. This was best-case scenario if you're Lamar Jackson, and I want to give him his props because the fact that he is representing himself, the way that it was handled, the way that he was being – his name was being absolutely dismantled even at times on this podcast where, you know – why Why is he representing himself? This is what he deserves, all this, that, and the third. But realistically, he handled it very, very accordingly to the fact that now we're talking about Lamar Jackson as the highest-paid quarterback in the National Football League. And it's deserved. And, and I'm glad that my, my statement of we've never seen an MVP mistreated this much is now incorrect. Because for a long, for, for two, three weeks, maybe even longer than that, The conversations about Lamar Jackson and him not being worth the money was really gross to me. Lamar Jackson, obviously, is a top seven, top six. If you want to have him in your top five quarterbacks, I won't argue with you. Lamar Jackson's obviously that special of a talent. And we've seen him progress as a a passer. Forget as, as a quarterback. As a passer, we've seen him progress since coming into the league. The statistics last year may not provide that much or may not speak to that. However... The year prior to that, prior to his injury, it was his best statistical season passing. And then this past season, he has no Hollywood Brown. Bateman missing some time as well. It's just Mark Andrews and company. It wasn't an ideal situation. So credit to the Ravens because, yes, they tried to play hardball with Lamar Jackson. Ultimately, in the end, they gave in. They gave Lamar Jackson what he wanted. But they also, on top of giving him the money that he wanted, they brought in OBJ. They, zap, they drafted Zay Flowers. They've tried to put a, a collection of guys now that we can respect and look at on this unit and, and, and trust that the Baltimore Ravens will have success. Joel, you mentioned it. They were a play away from potentially moving on to the next round against a team that they shouldn't have had a, a chance to win a game with, Tyler Huntley as their starting quarterback. This defense is obviously special. Lamar Jackson into this offense, fully healthy, hopefully. This is a team that you have to look at and think, 
they can make a run at this division and really make some noise come come playoff time. Now that you have some weapons that you can trust. Now Mark Mark Andrews will not be double teamed as often where we saw last year where he really couldn't get anything going. That's really the big bonus to me because two years prior, when you had to worry about Hollywood and the D threat, Mark Andrews was getting everything that he wanted. Last season, that wasn't so much the case because of the lack of talent. All the attention was on Mark Andrews, and he really struggled at times. But now you have OBJ hopefully healthy. His over-under, low. 500 yards, four touchdowns is his over-under for this season. played in a minute. No doubt about it, but I still believe in uh, I still believe in Odell Beckham's talent. The four touchdowns what I look at and think that he'll hit the over-on. And then Zay Flowers, you add that explosiveness, both both in the, the rush attack and the pass game, that intermediate can take the top off also. Zay's a, a very versatile guy himself. This offense is going to be fantastic. I'm really looking forward to watching the Baltimore Ravens play football this season. And all, all in all, most importantly, I'm happy for Lamar Jackson that he finally got paid. Given the time that Lamar got paid, it makes me raise an eyebrow on whether or not Lamar Jackson has been holding out this entire time until the Ravens surrounded him with sufficient talent that he he deems is Suitable. good enough yeah. to make a run. Because Lamar could have signed this contract anytime, I think. Maybe the Jalen Hurts extension pushed him a little bit. Or maybe he noticed the Ravens got Zay Flowers. He noticed they signed OBJ for him. And, and now he was finally comfortable to commit to a franchise that had not had much receiver talent for a while. What I'm most excited to see this offseason is Todd Monken. Facts. Todd Monken in 2017 and 2019 with Tampa Bay, well, 2018 and 2019, or 2017 and 2018 with Tampa Bay, fourth and first in passing yards. Three of his four years as an offensive coordinator, he ranked the bottom 20 in rushing attempts. This is a complete 180 from what the Ravens have been. The Ravens have been one of the top teams, the top team in running the football. They have not been pass heavy. And now that entire philosophy is about to change. And that's why they got a bunch of guys in free agency, Odell Beckham, Zay Flowers, Nelson Aguilar. You now have four receivers that I feel comfortable with, with Bateman, OBJ, Zay Flowers, Aguilar, Duvernay. Those are five okay receivers. Bateman, the worry is injury and him staying on the field. That's really all it is. And then you have Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely still. You have a lot of passing options. I think the Ravens are going to go from a run-heavy team to one of the most pass-heavy teams in the league. And Lamar Jackson is going to have his best passing season in the NFL. And this is a team that had second-ranked in off, second ranked offensive line, third-ranked defense. If this offense figures it out, this is a Super Bowl contender. It's not just a playoff team. It's a, this is a Super Bowl contender. And right now, they're my early pick to win the AFC North. I think this team is that talented. What's your Zay Flowers stat line? I know you're a big Zay guy. I think he's going to have 800. What's the point of me throwing huh. worse than seven? Um, huh? No, the Rangers, Rangers are, down. are choking. They're, down no. and they're home, right? Let's go. No. no. Oh, I'm what devil, the hell? I'm a you guy. just flopped crazy. Were, we were was up for Blue 42. He was room for the Rangers. Were they up in the series, the Rangers? Yeah, 2-0. We were up 2-0. I'm a Devils guy, man. I'm a big Jack Hughes guy. This guy is sick. We were up 2-0 both Hughes. games at Pro. It hurts. We went to, to MSG, lost both. Oh, damn. That hurts. We I'm about to ratio you. Yeah, you saw my response? Yeah. Yeah. Cook. Um, I my favorite thing to do is lie on the internet. He's beating me in my own game. What'd you, what'd you say? I retweeted his tweet. Uh, uh, that's exactly what I said. I said, you're beating me in my own game. Uh, yeah. It's pretty early. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to retweet it later. I'm going to retweet yours. I'm not going to retweet yours. I want him to win. Um, Lakers in four. Lakers in four? Fuck you. It's okay, because Philly, Philly in five. Philly in five. You got a point. They're up 1-0. Uh, this yeah. is huge. 
This is this, this is huge. I mean, Lamar was eight and three when they were playing. You know, he's been when he's been healthy. They've been one of the best teams in the AFC. So that's something you got to tip your hat off to. Right. No, we're good. What's Keep huge? going. A lot of things at this table. But wow. <laughs> <laughs> so over under Ravens, nine and a half wins next year. Over. Someone just over. retweeted this on the TL. Let me see, let me see. It's just not true. Brother had a master class. Just Harden had a more master class. He's burning you right now. Yo, I'm dead. Over. Over. Oh, their offense would be elite. If Odell is healthy, I think Zay Flowers will have immediate impact. Mark Andrews still is going to be him. The running game is still going to be really good. Defensively, we saw when Roquan got there, they were an elite group. I expect that to. Be the same. I think over. I think they can easily win a division. I mean, not so easily because the Bengals are still around. Fuck the Bengals. But they can win a division. They were they were leading the division back to back years. Last two years they had. And then Lamar got hurt. So Lamar is as long as Lamar is healthy, which is a big if. But if Lamar is healthy, this team can win the division. Like you said, this team can make a Super Bowl run. It just has. It has to be a lot. Lamar being healthy, Odell being healthy, Zay Flowers has to come make immediate impact. The offense flowing, having firepower. But if all that, the defense will always come to play. It's always been coming to play. But if that's the case, I could definitely see easily going up and nine wins. I think it's going to be probably Bateman and Odell on the outside. Zay in the slot. And Zay in the slot. Mm-hmm. And I, I like think it. Zay and, and Odell could probably flip-flop, obviously, because mm-hmm. Odell's shown that when he's in the slot, he's an absolute demon. But I think that that'll flip-flop. And I think that since Zay's the rookie, it'll probably be a little bit more flip-flop to cater to Odell. But I think that we will see, especially because Zay was a first-round pick, they want to get him going, and especially like, they want to get him a relationship with Lamar especially early on. That makes sense. I think the Ravens are a 12-win team next year. 12-13. Damn, that's What's pushed the, for uh, Do you know the uh, uh, strength of schedule? Not yet. Schedule's supposed to come out the 11th, though. Weren't they 8-3 and three before? Yeah, bro, they're back to 12's back years. not insane. Back-to-back back years. Back. 12's not insane. But I, I don't, even if when, when the schedule comes out, I don't think I'm going to look at that schedule and be like, yeah. oh, I'm going to pick a lot of teams in favor of the Ravens. I get you. The Ravens are yeah, tough. There's a, only really a handful of teams that are better than them. They're, they're definitely Jets are one. Yeah. It's close. It's close, though, with Cleveland. <laughs> Ah, uh, Twitter. So great. Fucking internet. You love now, it. You next it. football topic, DeAndre Swift. We can breeze by this because, you know, it doesn't matter You're much. a big DeAndre Swift guy. DeAndre Swift, will he thrive with the Eagles? Very simple. Um, yes. I want to have this conversation. The hate on DeAndre Swift's name from you is really disgusting. Is it hate? And you know what? I'm glad because someone sent you uh, the, the EPA, right? And to be fair. What's that? No, no, no. The, and the, oh, wasn't the over yards uh, against yards projected. Over yeah, over expectation, right? And that doesn't have to do with offensive line, correct? Right. So, Dalvin Cook. I, so, even to go against my point, he was towards the end of that that chart, and I, that's yeah, fair. Advanced that that being said, you know who is number one? Take yeah. a wild guess. DeAndre Mr. Swift? Swift. Yeah. DeAndre Swift. Okay. Is that set flawed now? <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Because, again, like I said, I'm going against myself, which I have no problem with. Dalvin Cook was near the bottom. Leonard Fournette was the only one worse than he that's was. Bounce back. However, right. DeAndre Swift was in that top right. You love being in that top right. Who was in that tier? Do you remember? Uh, I don't off the top of my head. I just remember seeing DeAndre. That's be my boy Justin Fields. I think Aaron Jones honestly would be up Probably. there too. Yeah, he had a Aaron great Jones is a demon, one of the more underrated running backs in the game. Um, however, I think DeAndre Swift now, especially with the Philly offense and it being as dynamic as it is, we saw Miles Sanders, who I can level with you, Joel. I think Miles Sanders is a better pure rusher than DeAndre Swift. His vision. People like to say that that's the common way out. No, DeAndre Swift's issue really is his vision. His vision, it could be better. But other than that, he's an elusive back. He can do everything for you as a running back. And you plug him into one of the best offense, probably top three offenses in the game going into the next season. If you told me that you had the Eagles number one, I'd agree with you. Honestly, that's how great they are on paper. You had DeAndre Swift, who I believe is a talent that has been underutilized in Detroit. He's going to be a demon. 
and just the 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 excess of weapons that Philadelphia has. It's just going to be crazy with all the love. Even still, though, Miles Sanders was able to have 1,110 touchdowns last season. I expect DeAndre Swift to be around the same. DeAndre Swift can be a dual threat running back for them. You have Kenny Gainwell, who received a lot of passing love last season. Got a little running love in the in the postseason as well. DeAndre Swift can do both for you at a very high level. So I expect DeAndre Swift to be on the field a ton and be extremely successful. Yeah, I think... When you have a system like Philly, like I don't think it does I don't think it matters who's in the backfield. You know, Gainwell had his moments, Scott had his moments, Miles had the big year, of course. You have Rashad but Penny also Rashad on the Rashad Penny, if he's now. healthy, he Max. will have his moments. Jalen Hurts as a runner had his moments. Like of course. I, I don't expect Swift to break out for fifteen hundred, thirteen, no. but he will have immediate impact throughout the season. He will have his moments in games, he will have his moments in the playoffs. And that's just what our offense is. We have guys that may not be the highlight names or may not be the big-time stars, but we have guys that have moments. You know, Quez Walker a couple years Watkins, ago. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Watkins. He had his moments. So it's like it it, it, it just depends. He his own tweet. Uh-huh. Did he really? You're a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you had 39-11-4 and four on fucking 14 of 25. What was he in the Hell. fourth quarter, bro? Talk to me. I don't know. I don't know. I feel bad for you, Dose. No, no, I I only do it for comedy. For comedy, I'm laughing. I'm having a ball. No, no. Santos got me in hell right now. Oh, no. (laughs) So when it comes to DeAndre Swift. It talks to me. I'm really interested in your thoughts more than that. Listen, I don't think he's that good. But what is he bad at? His vision is horrible. It's terrible. So anything else? Well, that's that's like a lot about. Really doesn't fumble that often. Has great hands, is a very solid rusher in and of itself. But yes, the vision could be better. He's a good receiving back, but vision is like seventy five percent of being a running back. If you're not good at that, the extra it's, yards, it's of course, and that's where Miles Sanders honestly excelled. He he had a, he broke a lot of big runs. That being said, though, this offense is just going to be seamless for him to fit in. And the thing, the reason why you know EPA, I love using that stat. It's one of my favorite stats. I look at the top ten in EPA players and, and running backs. Number one was ETN last year. Number two was Swift. Number three was Jeff Wilson Jr. Jeff and Wilson was really good with Jeff the Jeff Wilson actually had 181 rush attempts compared to Swift's 104. Okay. So that, that's, that's a sizable difference. But Swift is never going to get that workload. Yeah. Chuba Hubbard was fifth in the NFL. And Devin Singletary was tenth. Okay. So there is room for variation I for flaws. You. And the bottom ten were Rashad White was the worst in the NFL. Leonard yeah, Fournette. The events that don't like White. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Then it was Kenyon Drake, Antonio Gibson, Jamal Williams, Kareem Hunt, Jonathan Taylor, Brian Robinson, and Cordero Patterson. None of these shock me, these bottom guys. Yeah, they Max. don't shock me. Swift, I think, will be good with the Eagles because it's hard to fill in a situation where the offensive line no doubt. is just so dominant. Mm-hmm. And I think the Eagles also did a good job at drafting because – they draft value positions. They don't, they're not drafting B. John Robinson in the first round or second round. No. They draft value. And you look at what they drafted. Tyler Steen, offensive lineman in the, in the third round. They have Cam Jurgens, who's going to replace Jason Kelsey when he retires. These they Their offensive lineman under 26 is Landon Dickerson, Tyler Steen, Cam Jurgens, and Jordan Mailata. That's a really good young offensive line, and they'll be ready for when the, when the this current group crop of guys. guy? Cam Jurgens, you're a big Jurgens guy. I think Jurgens is good. Oh, okay, cool. Are you saying like the young players? That's why you didn't say Kelsey and uh, Lane. Yeah, Kelsey <laughs> okay. and Lane. Yeah, because those so are the backbones, baby. I'm being crude. You're also a Broncos fan. 
but DeAndre Swift should should not fail with the Eagles. This offensive line's great. Rashad Penny's a better running back than him. But the the biggest question with Rashad Penny is can he stay healthy? Agreed. Yeah. But if if he's healthy, he clears Swift. Like it's it's a clearing. Uh, he's he clears usually him. not healthy. Yeah, I know. I know. But he clears him Clearing if he's healthy. It's just so rude when we've seen six games from Rashad Penny that he was just unbelievable in those six games. You can't take it away from him. He was a stud. It was six games. And he had a very small market. I mean, he signed a nothing deal with Philly. I was hype until this DeAndre Swift news. Of course, man. It's a player who's (laughs) got... I mean, let's be honest. Philly gave up more for Swift than they did for Rashad Penny. That doesn't mean that he is going to play over him. Not necessarily, but you have, a fourth, you have a fourth round, you know, future fourth, and due to you know the contracts, if he, what's if the market if he for a player who has had season-ending injuries in back-to-back seasons? Damn near, you know, Nothing, non-existent. You know? But he, when he's healthy, he's better. But I, I, DeAndre Swift should play well, though. In Detroit, he played well. His stats were good in Detroit. But what's frustrating with DeAndre Swift is that he doesn't follow the play call. He doesn't follow the right gaps you're supposed to run through. He freelances, and he loses yards like that. That's the big issue with him. And that's why the Lions were, were okay moving off from him and, and saying, you know what, give us Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, and we'll move off from Jamal Williams. Well, that's, that's fine. I think they made the wrong decision. Not with the, Those players might be better. Gibbs and Montgomery might be better than Swift and, and Jamal. I mean, it's, it's really the same thing, but you did that. You gave out a contract. Honestly, Jameer Gibbs is going to be one that – 10 highest paid running backs in the league because you got selected 12th overall. Sure. So, like, you're the outside of the big name contract guys, like, the Lions are investing probably the most money in the NFL to their running back room. Going to be in that Dalvin range, that four for 40 something eventually. Exactly. If he's good. So, it's, you know, it might be it's a different running back room, and, and they made a decision to move off those guys. Montgomery's but better than Williams, though. Marginally, yeah. maybe. I don't they're think it's marginally. Same I think tier, I think. They are in the same tier. I think they're the same tier. I, I Listen, I would take Monty, but for the price tag and the leadership. Yeah, M- Jamal got like a 11. three-year he got deal. 11. He got 11 million. That's nothing. That's because Jamal Williams million. isn't an efficient runner. He's just a just, goal He's line a goal line guy. Yeah, that's a fact. But he's also, what does he mean in the locker room? He's, yeah, that's that's big, huge, big but ultimately that culture was set from Dan Campbell down. He was one of the leaders of that team, though, I he think. He was. It was. He's important to the team, no yeah. doubt. I think Swift will have a really good year in Philly. He'll be used. The, the competition, you got Rashad Penny, Boston Scott. Like, the competition, Kenny Gainwell. Gainwell. Respect, respect Gainwell. Gainwell. I know. You do respect Gainwell. But I just think Swift is just a better version of Gainwell. I think Gainwell is literally, uh, the, you're 100% Yeah, confident. I just I think Gainwell, you know, is a guy who could rush and receive. I just think Swift's better at respect both Gainwell. of those. And he's a little bit bigger. I feel like Gainwell's kind of skinny. He's he quick. He is quick. That little boy be moving. Yeah. Swift had a really little. high explosive rate. Uh, Vanessa tackles force. The EPA. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the advanced stats like Gotta Swift. Got to be clear. Got to be clear. But I think that. in the system, Jalen Hurts, even though they don't throw the ball a lot to the running backs, they won the lowest uh, target shares. I can be in that system. The advanced stats do love Speedy. Swift. And uh, the advanced stats like a couple players. He's hurting. He's hurting. That's a fact. They do. They do like Swift, though. Swift is a very analytics darling, fantasy football darling. I think he'll be great for fantasy. He should yeah. get up. But again, who knows how many targets? Because that's where he's got a lot of his fantasy work. Detroit. Man, if you play fantasy, off, I think Swift off. is the prime candidate you pick up. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to feel behind an offensive line that's that dominant. He had a great offensive line in Detroit, too, average, yeah. you know. And Eagles five, six out offensive line is to nerd out. Like he's one of those guys that I'm expecting to go earlier than they should, though. Yeah. Like, he'd probably be like second, third round look. Probably. Yeah. Like, I'm taking that. Jameer Gibbs over DeAndre Swift. That would be two. Yes. I'm not even going to say Bijan because that's an obvious. Bijan's he could be, like, top lock. four. He's Yeah, he's going to be one of the 
I'm drafting three a quarterback in the first round. If you're in a super flex yeah, league, I was that say makes two sense. Two QB for sure. Uh, one two QB for sure. So. Two QB, you need. I to think go even coo- if it's one quarterback, pass. if you can get a Josh Allen pass. or Mahomes, get in them a pass. Pass. Get them later. What do you pass. mean? How later? You know how later? Just think about what round people got Jalen Hurts. Think about what round people got uh, Justin Fields. Joe, but yeah, you're basically uh, Justin Fields is perfect. You're basically expecting somebody to break out. You're not sure if they. But are you could though. stream quarterbacks in fantasy because mm. you could just go, "Who's playing the fucking Bears defense? Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. He'll give you twenty points that week." Facts. You know that's not a it's that's it's not a great strategy. Game. Uh, no, but because then then you get then you get then on the market you get like Derek Carr. Well, yeah, that's like, when you got to hope yeah. you just you know. Get one of those guys that pops like Justin Fields this year, or you know, like, like Brady. Even Marcus Mariota was not, great because it was rushing. Brady, not because quarterbacks pack. give you the most points in fantasy. They but you only start one of them. Exactly. You have to start two running backs, two receivers, at least a flex. Think about I think like, the NFL has enough running back talent to. You think? Yeah, they have enough receiver talent for sure. Receiver talent. For they sure have enough running back talent, but not enough not running fantasy. backs get the workload Correct. to be fantasy uh-huh. relevant usually. Like yeah. Khalil Herbert, you would, you would classify him as a good running back. In real life, he's a good running back. In fantasy football, he's like Where an RB3. Are you drafting Roshan Johnson this year? That's the real question. Oh, of course, I'm going to draft Roshan Johnson. He's definitely going to be a sleeper. Roshan, he's around Roshan 18 Johnson flyer. Is, is, is fine. He, he's going to fucking start. Once draft season comes around. Oh, I'm sorry for the Bears. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once draft season comes around, he'll. it won't surprise me if he was like a round fucking yeah, seven. Yeah, no, round 18 is wrong. He'll be probably the new Damian Pierce. Facts. Uh, yeah, he was like round six last yeah, year. Yeah, no, you took him early. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that, out. though. You're, oh, no, he was right. Did, did. What? It's just that when it comes to quarterbacks... Took a, little, took a few weeks. There, there are definitely weeks where quarterbacks... Well, on average, a quarterback's points will double two running backs. Like, I'll say this. In a one QB league, right, you look at Joe Burrow, uh, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, prior to this past season with Rodgers and Brady. You probably could have got those three guys in, like, round seven, eight, you still, from rounds one through six, you load up on skill position players, you're still getting a stud. Yeah. Outside of Burrow, though, you would have been cooked. With but that's why I'm not saying this past season. Yeah. Even the year before that, you could have gotten Brady late because they're not rushers. They're not, you know, these aren't guys that people are immediately going to, like a Mahomes, like an Allen, like a Lamar, like yeah. a Kyler. So I that's, what yeah, you're word. So I don't know if you guys want to touch on the Sixers and Celtics. I know we touched on it briefly, but I don't because I want to watch. Yeah, I didn't watch the game. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I, I guess the question I would ask though is that after the Sixers beat the Celtics game one, Harden had a great performance, forty plus points, and the game winner, by the way. It's Trey Young all over again. Joel Embiid, there is optimism he will play game two. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he plays in this shouldn't. series, he shouldn't. Is there a, is there is there a, a chance shift? they win? Is there a shift and maybe Philly can win this series? I mean, what did you just show me, John? They shot over 50% from the field, over 40% from three, over 90% from the free throw line. Lost without Joel Embiid. I mean, it, it is a possibility that they lose for sure, but I still would go Celtics because I don't, I don't flip sides. That's not me. Yeah, I mean, and I genuinely just think you guys are better all around. Yeah, Philly had a fantastic game. I mean, they limited the turnovers, six turnovers, made 17 threes. Like, I don't want the only one that watched the game here, so we're going to go off your analysis. I I don't want to sit here and harp on like just three point shooting because like I feel like that's a cop out answer. But if you make 17 threes and you have six turnovers, the opposing team could have a really good game and you could still win. James Harden was masterful, 45 points. He was cooking, doesn't matter if it was Mark Smart, Derek White, Brogdon. Al Horford on that last three played really good fucking defense. He just splashed it in his yeah, face. Yeah, just double him. 
Um, we were what? doubling him earlier in the game, and they just they, they would find open threes. He splashed in his face. He did. Missoula actually talked about it after the game because early in the game, we were doubling Harden. They were getting wide open threes. They were hitting them. They made 45% of their threes. At that we point, turned the though, ball over too much. Harden got, Harden got um, 40. Brogdon had one of the worst turnover, turnovers you will ever see. Just gave it right to Max. He got a wide open layup. That gave the Sixers the lead. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still sticking with the Celtics. Embiid will be back. Probably will never be 100%. Um, but game two turns into a must-win game for Boston, right? You can't go down 0-2 and then go into Philly, you know, one with of the, the dangers of going exactly. down 0-3. Exactly, is one of the better home crowds. Yeah, so game two is a must-win. I look at these these team stats here. The Sixers took 38 threes. Celtics took 26. And the Sixers yeah. hit 45% of them. And the Celtics hit 38% of them. So although the Celtics did shoot 59% from the field compared to Sixers 51%, when you're taking 12 more threes and hitting yep. them at a more efficient rate, you, you make seven more threes than the other team. Exactly. That's 21 points. That's 21-point difference swing. So Some of them are wide huge. open, like early in the first half. We were we were doubling hard and trying to trap him. He was finding guys to buy his hair. He's a, a lot of guys. playmaker. No, he's a great Respect playmaker. Him. So you guys uh, got sloppy towards the end of the game. We did. From, from what I did watch, you guys were Celtic, just turning Celtic's the ball over. Celtics clutch time, man. It's just never fucking easy Bro, I turned them. the game off. James Harden hit the three. I'm like, oh, shit. I am interested in watching the game back and seeing why JB wasn't more aggressive. Only 10 shots makes no sense. What a Denver game's all right, man. Yeah, it is. Only 10 shots makes no sense. 8 for 10. It's not like he was 1 it's for 10, na- 2 for 10. nasty t- first quarter. It's 21-18. Who? Suns? Suns up three. Word. Quarter's over pretty much. Joker has 11-2. We're going to finish on two things. Jamal is 0 for 3. First one, rank the three players. Kawhi Leonard, Jason Tatum, and Jimmy Butler. At their Ooh. best? At their best. Kawhi comfortably. At their absolute best, Kawhi. Kawhi is going comfortably. I would go it's Tatum and then I'll go Jimmy. I would go Jimmy second. I knew he was going to say that. that one's, it's tough to think of. He outplayed him in the ECF. Did he? He did. He was borderline. <laughs> he had to get stinkers. He played a better series I do think, than Tatum. I do think stinkers. Jimmy's a better player. Obviously, Tatum has the statistics. Um, I think all around, get, I'll go Jimmy. Given what we've seen from Jimmy Butler when he was reached the finals, if you swap Tatum and Jimmy Butler, do the Celtics beat the Warriors in the finals? I mean, J- Tatum had a terrible... You could put any marginal superstar and they probably would have outplayed Tatum. With all due respect, it's my favorite player. But, I mean, he just had one of the worst performances you're going to see one? in the finals. I'm not really violent. Is that not a fair question, though? It is, but I, that Tatum means I got to bring my son Wiggins down. I can't do that, so I'm going to stay, I'm gonna but stay Tatum away from was that gross. Question. It's his fault. I know. Yeah. That's why. I think if you have I any know. sort of marginal <laughs> star... Who's going to be? We're expecting to play better than Tatum. But then it's easy I feel to like say. at their best, though, Tatum has just been unreal. I think. At times. I think the problem is Tatum hasn't reached his peak yet. Are you calling Tatum one of the better playoff performers of our generation? No, no. Definitely and I think not. Uh, Jimmy's a better all-around player defensively. I think he clears at his best. I mean, Tatum's averaging like twenty-eight this playoff run. Yeah, his, so, like, his statistics. He, he, twenty-eight, Jimmy, eleven, and six. Like he's. I'm thinking just play. I'm thinking all three of them in the playoffs. I'm not thinking the It doesn't fit people's agendas, so they don't push it. You know. Isn't Jimmy averaging like thirty-five? No, this, for sure. But playoffs? people, but people make it yeah, seem like Jason yeah, Tatum just doesn't show up. Tatum does show up, but I think Butler his shows up a little bit just, more. His yeah, sneakers no, yeah. are just loud. His sneakers are loud. That's for sure. Very wide. So I'd go Kawhi, Butler, Tatum third. I'm just thinking playoff basketball. I'll probably go Kawhi, Butler at their best. Kawhi, Butler, Tatum. I feel like it's that respect though, because obviously yeah, Butler. I has cannot done recently. say Tatum right now. I got to say Butler. After what he I just wouldn't have said. I wouldn't have said Tatum after last year's playoffs. Oh, you hate him. <laughs> oh, I would have said Butler still. No, I don't think I, it's hate. I think it's, it's no. You do hate fact. him. No, it's it's fact. it's fact, but you also hate him. I do. <laughs> Come on, I don't think so. You're done. I don't think so. <laughs> Me and Drew were advocating for Tatum. 
on this the is, next this big is, thing. This we were. To the degree, he's right. We were. He's right. I don't know what, what happened after that moment. What was this? This was, it was us three. It was the quiet thing. Quiet Tatum. That's because oh, okay. he be pushing Tatum into conversations with the Yo- with Jokic and KD Ooh. and stuff. He gets annoying. I, I Who does that? that? You. You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. And now this is the last one. So, best point guard ever. Do you think that Steph Curry has now surpassed Magic Johnson as the best point guard I'm going to wait on that. Me personally, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. If he wins this ring. That's what I was going to ask. If he gets the fifth. If he gets his fifth, finals MVP would talk. Did we just watch a historic performance? Yes, obviously. I think people don't. We can we can just watch something great, and we all have. All right, is he we don't have to have yeah. this insane. Yeah, like just take no. He had a great performance. It. He was amazing. He was yeah. masterful. We, we take him for granted. Yeah, we can say all that, but all the all right. Who's yeah, he better than to now? Stephen A. Because right. Stephen A. had us chatting. Stephen A. said it, and then everyone started to say. Hmm, I think people have been having that debate for a while. They though. have, but I feel like obviously it, was it just gets louder every yeah, year. Super heightened. After I'll wait. If he wins another ring this year, conversation we could talk. We could talk. This is so when John? it comes to magic. Step over magic. That's facts. That's yeah. fair. I do think I, th- I do think it's fair to say that magic and Steph is it's one A and one yeah. B. I, I just think that people forget what Magic Johnson has been. I mean, in the playoffs, there was a point where he went thirteen assists, fourteen assists, fifteen assists, fifteen assists, and twelve assists in in, in the playoffs. Yeah, he was run. amazing. I mean. Magic Johnson in the playoffs averaged 12 assists per game and was it's averaging 20 points per best game. It's a preference. Best pin, like, come on. It's a preference. And he has five championships and three MVPs. It's also hard because Steph Curry, his title is point guard. You know where but I it's think... It's hard for me to say that. Like, if you want to just say, oh, you can't even say that. He's not the best guard ever because, obviously, Jordan. You know what I think is, is where people get mixed up on? I think because most of this generation has watched Steph Curry, and while there is footage of Magic Johnson out there, there's not as much footage of him as there is of Steph Curry. People, of course, lean Steph because that's what they grew up watching on. That's who they know. But when we, we're speaking relative to era, which I think this is how these players should be compared, relative to era, who was more dominant within their era, Magic Johnson was more dominant in his era than Steph was in this current era. I don't, I don't overly disagree at all. No. That's why I'm not willing to have this conversation yet. He could. There's time for it. He's... 35, and he's only getting better, weirdly. So we'll see what's up. So that's going to do it for this episode of Pick a Side Podcast. We'll see if we have any more Super Chats. So Jordan Davis. Hey, Joel. It's unfortunate that I won't be able to troll you during a Lakers-King series, but it's all good, brother. I'll Shout see my you guy, on JD, playback. Man. Shout out to JD. Christopher D., did y'all talk about Harden? Yes, we did. Shout out to Christopher D. for that Super Chat. And that's going to do it for this episode of Pick a Side Podcast, episode 277. Thank you guys for watching. You guys can follow us on Twitter, Pick Aside Pod, on Instagram and, and TikTok at Pick Aside Podcast. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time. This is BJ Kissel from KC Sports Network. In case you didn't know, the show you are listening to right now, as well as our shows, are a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. It's something we've actually done locally with our network in Kansas City as well. We're all stronger together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now, they're raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. 
you can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. If you would like to be a part of the BlueWire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash bluewire.